0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Asa has put me off, but that doesn't matter. Asa, <laughs> the co-host, co-founder of GameOnDaily.com, the news aggregation website, and of course, this YouTube channel is here to hold me by the bosom. How are you, Asa?
1: I will not be holding you by the bosom, guys. <laughs> but apart from that, everything you said was, was true and wonderful. I'm great, because um, Tuesday is a very special day. Tuesday is Pancake Day. All right? Uh-oh pancake day
2: <laughs> no. the
1: last day where anyone cares about pancake games because wednesday's virtual reality day <laughs> tuesday is actually pancake day as well so it just works really nicely i'm good i'm looking forward to this so i'm gonna have some good chat
0: we will oh god god you had to work that in there so enjoy our, the peasant with us peasants enjoy our 2d or whatever games pancake games so you can get suck into uh your psvr which is going to be a topic today first topic of the day but before we do that before we do that we've got these excellent gents coming in making his return again and there's a reason for it, other than the fact that he's sexy and he's got dank beer. He has the sauce. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wandering Dutch. What's up, sir? How
3: you doing? What is up? What is up? I am looking forward to the day. It's going to get saucy. I'm looking forward to it. Great podcast with K-Mega for the first time as well. So that's awesome. But uh, yes, I'm I'm looking forward to the day. It's always a good time here. So and it's a full show for me this time. Last time I came on, I only managed half <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Thank, so it was just thank you good. No, absolutely. We needed all of you here, and there's a lot to get through. So yeah, definitely. And last but certainly not least, making his debut on to go live. It is an illustrious gentleman. If you dare challenge him in any fighting <laughs> games, he will embarrass you. It oh
2: is. My God. K- Welcome, welcome, welcome. How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, appreciate uh, the panel, everybody. Uh, Wondering Dutch, especially uh, first time working with you, man. Working with everyone. Uh, yeah, so this is pretty fun, man. I mean, of course, me and Gaz, we go back and forth. We have on Twitter, you know, on Ham Solo or somewhere else. We've uh, we've had difference of opinions. So this will be fun. I'm ready to dip it to the sauce or, or, or dip someone in the sauce, whichever the case may be. But I'm ready... <laughs> I'm ready to get started, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, yeah, man. I always enjoy coming in and uh, being a part of other people's podcasts and things like that. So, man, I really do appreciate the invite, man. Thank you so much.
0: No, absolutely. It's uh, yeah. the pleasure, ours, and thank you so much. And I hope we can entertain you. Of course, we will, Kamega. Okay, oh, of course, because of, course. of all the weeks you come on a week where there's a lot of topical stuff, which we <laughs> we might butt our heads. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll find we'll out. Yeah. We'll find out. First topic, where well, I probably butt heads with Acer on this, He's you are so hyped about this device, but you're in good company, Acer. PlayStation VR 2, the reviews are out. And the general consensus is, I can't say the word consensus anymore, is that this device is excellent, but there are some buts in there. And before all, Asa, you are the man to lead this conversation, but I'll add some spice to it. There have been, IGN says, as a quantum leap over its predecessor, Digital Foundry. is very impressed, but John Linneman had a, at the end of his conclusion, said a very, very impressed. He said, wait and see because of the price point. And he mentioned that point. Kind of funny games. (laughs) They've been getting it from... The PlayStation guy is pretty hardcore. We haven't had a chance to even def- play the, use the device, but are defending it quite strongly. But said the PSVR 2 is a mixed bag. In most ways, it's a step up from PSVR, but still hard to recommend when cheaper and more comfortable VR options are available. I don't know what those <coughs> options are, but you are going to enlighten us, Acer. Everyone is waiting for your, your review about this device the true review right taser what's your take on bsvr do
1: you know not even just me not me as the one true authority on all things virtual reality i am that right i'm I'm not but the people that have reviewed this, this device so far much as they're saying things that i like to hear and they like the device fuck them all um, they are Whoa. a bunch of shields. <laughs> there are what? very few exceptions, right? The way that Sony have played PlayStation VR 2's marketing is is very careful, very considered. They've hooked up with a lot of influential people, given them this device for free, and let them at it. And very few of them are worth listening to. And I say that, it's wow. quite, I, I, wow. I know that's quite a thing to say live on the internet, but absolutely. There are a few exceptions. So if you go to ACG, Jeremy Penter, um, that's a man that knows VR. It's a man that is paying money for his PlayStation VR device. You can listen to what he says and you can trust those words. Yeah. You mentioned um, Digital Foundry. They're a very professional outfit and what they say is worth listening to as well. But all the rest of them, much as they're saying positive things, and I wanna say, yeah, look at look everyone, this device is phenomenal. All of these people are saying that it's good. I, I, care about a word that they say so let's wait until wednesday and see what real people think of it
0: um <laughs> okay well that's great that was spicier than <laughs> than you've ever been but uh, i mean that's pretty raw <laughs> I, I don't think i've ever been that scathing well eight hey, people in chat how many times do i have to keep telling you it's Asa, who is the raw one but we don't we don't we don't shy away from discourse here and well done uh to everyone here i guess pat ourselves on the back oh, that sounds weird but it's <laughs> but it, it's true we are independent someone was uh, yesterday just before i go to the gents was saying uh because i uh, shared the redfall stuff oh sony pay game on daily I, make up your mind are we an xbox channel? are we a playstation channel? no one pays us we're fully independent we'll tell whoever need we need to tell piss off, and I hope there's some value in that for our audience who who like some integrity discourse, something just unfiltered stuff, not trying to make ourselves look like Messiah, but Asa you are right, ultimately people should make their minds up for it, but but, but I don't know if this device is worth Oh, i'm a bit skeptical about this device and i it's not because of the hardware and that's where i'm going to lead on to the gents k mega man you you i think you you literally bought a forty ninety or something crazy yeah recently.
2: 4080. Yeah, forty-eight. Yeah,
0: it's right, it's how right much there. is that? Yeah.
2: That is a lot of money. Uh, it's price. a lot of money. Like about twelve. Yeah, twelve. But that's, 12.
0: that's just for the 12. graphics card. Well done. So yeah. that's me priced out from upgrading my PC. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do with PSVR two? Are you locked out of it? Do you think it's a good price? What's your thought on this device?
2: Uh, well, okay. So for the specs, it it does uh it it batches up very well for the price point. Mm-hmm. But in reality, and, and I think, and I, I'm trying to, I, I do understand a little bit of what Sony's, uh, you know, method is, especially with their marketing. They're now trying to present everything as premium, their TVs, their, their, you know, their uh, their, their audio devices, video game, the, the console, everything is, everything is, and now they're peripheral, everything is premium. The only problem with that is that console gamers are pretty fickle. Like, you know, I mean, PC gamers are probably the most fickle when it comes to sp- spending extra money. But console gamers are, are aren't that aren't that different. So when mm. you're talking about buying a console that you raised up for five for 50 more dollars uh, compared to its predecessor uh, or I should say predecessor, but uh, it's its competition, with it, which is Xbox. And then you look and you see that this peripheral is the same price, five hundred and fifty dollars U.S., That's nuts, especially if somebody doesn't have a PlayStation 5 already. Um, and so when you,
3: sell. that that's is a, hard a sell. very
2: hard sell. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For the masses. And so therefore it's their strategy. Sony's strategy is a little bit odd on this. I understand they're trying to give this, this impression of it's this is premium product. Uh, you know, look at our specs compared to anything else that's in the market. Uh, mm-hmm. especially like there's, there's a, there's a VR that's like $1,200 or something like that. So it's at that sweet point. The problem is is that they're trying to appease the console gamer and, I just don't see that it's going to appease the PlayStation fan like that. It's all good and great for the marketing aspect to try to say, well, this is a premium product. This is for just for you exclusively, but really the true VR enthusiasts are PC gamers, not console yeah. gamers. So yeah. to me, it's, so that's why I'm like, if you go ahead and you say that this was going to be a, a month or two or whatever, that you was going to have it just exclusive for PlayStation five. Okay. But why are you leaving out the PC gamer? And that to me is the part that, where their marketing strategy is kind of falling short because I just don't see this actually really flying off shelves until it gets to a sweet price point. And I think of that sweet price point is around three hundred dollars. So right now, when you're looking at a premium of five hundred and fifty on top of the games that has been raised up an extra ten dollars, um, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to ask for, you know, in my opinion. So if, if for the for the diehards, for the people that are enthusiasts that really want to jump in and 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 play, uh, get their hands on it because they were a fan of the first one, they'll do it. But I still feel like they cut that number almost in half because there's going to be some other people like, man, I thought VR was cool, but man, it ain't that cool. So that's that's my whole thought on it. I think it I think for the specs, it looks great. But money wise, it's just too much, man. Too much to ask for.
0: I think I, I mostly agree with all you are saying, particularly angled as console gamers. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the biggest uh, critics, uh, criticisms or maybe worries, or John Lineman late highlighted the fact was that, well, you can't actually use this on PC. Modders will obviously bypass that. Um, mm-hmm. The device isn't on its own, and the specs and the controller, it just, like the price point, I understand it is great especially comparatively but for the console market it's going to be questionable and apparently you can still you don't need to pre-order it now you can still they're still available pretty freely um and i'm leading on that dutch do you think that um this device will have an uphill battle like uh, kmega suggesting with the console crowd as a sell um and what's your general take on the device as well before we go into specifics on the
3: yeah, I've, I've had my fair share of VR experience over the years and uh, it's not something I want to continue to invest in whilst it is the way it is. Ace is the only one I know that has true VR experience because he's got the whole treadmill going, he's got all of the headsets, he's got what VR should be. Like VR, if you have a truly like interactive virtual experience, should be what Ace is doing on a treadmill. And Yes, it's a workout at some points, but... It also immerses you in that game far more than just wearing a headset, sitting there with some controllers and like sitting around. It's not quite the same thing. Like mm. VR, in my opinion, is more like what you'd see in Ready Player One, which is kind of what is the kind of stuff that is doing with his treadmill mixed with VR. Yeah. Um, so fully submerged yeah, in that full universe. submersion. That's that's VR in its prime. But again, as much as the headset specs alone are great, PlayStation this this year on two sets of its controllers, have failed the basics, and it's the battery life. Like, yeah. The Pro Controller it's and, it, and itself, we'll touch on that first. The Pro Controller has come out with only a 1,000 milliamp battery, which is less than half of that in, this, in the Series 2 Elite. It's also That's 500 milliamp less than the regular DualSense. Which is already bad, in my opinion. And then you add those dual sense features to controls that you're meant to use for VR and VR immersion. Mm-hmm. And the, again, from from reviews, people don't really touch in it, but kind of funny. Got some heat for it, and they're saying, "Listen, like I was playing for an hour and a half, and the battery life was down to one bar. And when you think about that, you think. And he's like, "I don't know how long this one bar is. Is it one of the one bar sections where it lasts another hour or two? But even then, when you're playing, you don't want that kind of thing. See especially that? For like, yeah. yeah. Or halfway through a game session have to put it on charge and then you kind of stuck out and waiting for a bit like at best of times when you're playing vr you're playing for maybe two to three hours at at most really When until you start to get a little bit uh a little bit eyesore. at least for mm. me In my experience one of the my main things is if i played it for too long then i would i would start to get issues with the eyes I'd start to get headaches and things like that mm. and then i'd have mm. to take it off um but I think the price point is a, is a massive sticking point. I think what the others are alluding to is the fact that the, the Quest, um, the newest Quest, is obviously wireless, first and foremost, um, which is one of the biggest factors. Um, but secondly, it's, it's also got a massive library um, for itself in comparison to what PlayStation's launching with. And granted, they're launching with quite a few games, but the sticking point is those games are... Far more expensive than that on 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 Quest. Um, far more expensive than the VR games that you can find on PC, as ASA will know. And to get those premium experiences and premium games on PlayStation, you're going to have to essentially pay what you would pay for a, a premium game that isn't VR. So you're paying, if you don't already have a PlayStation, you're 500 for the PlayStation. Then you're paying 600 for the headset. Then you're also paying 70 For each game that you're getting, anywhere between 50 and 70 for each game that you're getting. So you're already like 1200, 1300 in the hole before you've even done anything. Uh, I think that is one of the major sticking points. And it was always a sticking point with the original when it came out. And that wasn't even anywhere near the price of this one. It was still the same as the console. And I don't know how you can. And obviously, the only way to experience it is with the console, unlike any of the 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 quest which is completely aside from it you don't need, need anything for the quest you can no. just play the quest as is um, obviously you can get other headsets on PC but you can use them on other platforms or use them for other things so it's it's such a mixed bag I just don't feel like I think I just don't feel like at the moment they've got much going in their favour. It doesn't help the way that the economy is, and people like to say this. Or oh, if you, if you, gaming isn't, uh, um gaming's a very, should we say it
0: yeah, yeah, a luxury, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So
2: yeah, I don't think it's expensive. Uh, you know, it's expensive hobby it's now. Yeah, that's what gaming yeah. has become. Yeah, uh, it's
3: life yeah. for us. But, yeah, but, well, okay. yeah, but yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a hobby at the end of the day, and people, people that are on the bottom line and want to experience it aren't going to get aren't even gonna think about picking this up, especially right now when the cost of everything's so high. So I think they've got a few things going against them. First of all, the price of the headset is is too much. As great as the as the actual visors capability is, I don't think the price at this point warrants it. It doesn't, it's it's not. It's priced higher than the actual console you're playing it on, which is one of the... Is that
0: things. why, uh, despite all the specs, despite doing so much OLED display, it's I going to toe with
3: a lot of PC VR headsets. See, <laughs> um, because if, if you think, if somebody somebody has yet to pick up a PlayStation 5, and you know the only way to play PlayStation VR 2, and you really want to play that, is to buy a PlayStation 5, you, you've got to have at least 1,200 quid in your pocket. Yeah,
2: yeah. But it's, there's a point. Can, can I, can, oh no, I just wanted to make a point here because uh, some uh, Pete on the, in the chat said, uh, "Playstation, uh, oh a PlayStation VR costs three ninety nine, camera costs fifty nine, the Move controllers cost 99 Everybody complaining about the cost, didn't buy the original. That's the problem, though. Nothing is backwards compatible. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it, see that to me, the it's games are not compatible. Yeah. Story? Yeah, if the games were compatible, were backwards compatible or if at least the 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 move sticks was backwards compatible, fine. And I think also I think another problem is that the thing is wired. You know, that's one thing that Dutch was 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 implementing is that like this thing is still wired when you got, you know, a you know, a cheaper model that isn't. And that still causes more problems at the end of the day. And then of course when you bring up the battery life, I didn't even think about that aspect. So it's just to me it's like you're hindering the people that did support your pla- your, uh, your, your, your peripheral. And then you, their, their reward is will pay us more. You know what I mean? That yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me. Not at all. So.
3: And the, th- the thing is with the battery life specifically, is it's such a, a, a co- like a cost effective means of upgrading that they could have implemented and didn't <laughs> like on a, from a consumer standpoint, I can buy a battery for the dual sense or the dual shock Four. For ten pound, that is twelve. Uh, sorry, two thousand five hundred milliamp hour batteries on Amazon. It's exact make and model to fit any of the controllers. And you're telling me at on a, on a bulk buy they couldn't have included these higher and put them into the controllers, both the the Dual Sense controllers for the VR and the Pro controller. It's such it's it's them. It's they're doing a Nintendo, and I hate saying that, but Nintendo or Prime prime suspects of cheaping out on equipment in order to make massive profits and this feels like this is an area where playstation are cheaping out on components in order to make huge profit mm-hmm. uh, and that's what they've done they did it a lot with the the actual playstation 5 where they had to reduce the heat sinks they reduced all of the materials they reduced um, a lot of the um, the copper within the console in order to get the price down for manufacturing but get the price up. They actually increased the price of the console, but reduced the price of of how much it is to, to produce. So it's you know, not very with happy with profits. Sony's money savings being passed on it's, to the consumer. Well, that's the thing. They they were still mm. making profits on the original units. They reduced yeah. the cost of producing well, it. Well, I will counter that. That was up
0: twenty nineteen information, and when the Ukraine war proceed like, happened after there's no nothing concrete to suggest that they're making a profit was still being the case after the fact uh hence why Microsoft uh have adopted the policy well and by the way brace yourselves xbox is going to raise i'm quite certain they're going to raise the hardware price globally for the series consoles because then they cannot withstand a hundred dollar loss per console like Phil spudzer said and can let that happen he's alluded to that happening and it seems like all three things game pass the price of the consoles as well as uh the games which has already happened is 70 dollar thing uh all yeah. that's going to happen
3: uh, but i think it depends on the thing on, on xbox's side because this is they haven't revised we know that they haven't revised the actual original build units for the xbox series x or series s at all since it was released. It's still the same units, still using the same equipment, still using the same manufacturing processes. They haven't changed any of the internals. Uh, PlayStation have had three revisions. So they've got three or four SKUs in the wild of of both the digital and the physical version um, of the console. And all of them are refinements that have reduced the production cost. Microsoft Mm -hmm. have yet to do that themselves. So it depends on whether or not Microsoft go down the route on finding a more cost-effective method of production yeah. or whether or not they just increase the unit price. So it's it's a wait-and-say on Microsoft's side, but you're absolutely right. They could
2: very well increase the price. I think the only console that won't increase its price will be the Series S. That's what is, I was just going to say. That. That's why I was going to agree. I said the Series S is going to probably decrease in price so it could still be that valued console. Oh, wow, yeah. or,
0: okay. So you can yeah. keep that or decrease the price.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think that, that they'll, the main, yeah. The main benefit for the Series S over the Series X is is the it is method the in which it. build? It's the method in which the build the console. So Series X okay. has a split motherboard, obviously, and it's it's an entirely different, unique, and proprietary build in comparison to most. Like, there's no other console who ever had a split motherboard. Um, yeah, the actual manufacturing costs alone just for that is is one of the sticking points. The Series mm-hmm. S, however, is just a standard build. Like yeah. there's nothing mm. different about that, so it can maintain its price level. I think if yeah. you have to cut costs on the Series X, it's going to have to be a, a rebuild, shall we say? <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you sure guys have, think no, that there'll be Pro versions coming for both consoles eventually? Yeah, I think in about that, two years, I think. That,
0: mm, that's okay. I was going to leave that to another topic, but you you. That's a good oh, question. Well, um, well no, let's, let's, after no, you wanna, mentioned it yeah
1: we'll we'll come back to that as a topic but just to pull it back over there's been a lot said there about playstation vr2 um that some of it i agree with and some of it i quite don't and some of it just needs a little more context so all of this stuff um one of the things that keeps coming up a lot of people are asking for playstation vr to support the pc market which is fair like as a consumer i would want my hardware to work on the pc but at the same time sony aren't making money on that thing so the only way that they're going to support it on the PC is if they have a PC storefront or a big catalog of virtual reality games. They're not going to supplement okay. the price of the hardware for PC gamers to go and buy games on Steam. It wouldn't make any sense to them. So it might happen one day. Sony could very well make it happen. They could have their own storefront where they're selling virtual reality games in the PC space, and that would be a win-win for everybody. But we're quite a long way off of that, and anyone that's thinking I'm going to get it and rely on the mod community to make this thing work for me, do not. Do not buy it under that assumption mm. um it's it's possible the mod community will try but that is so far off of a safe bet right now the person okay. that got um playstation vr one working on pc does not think it's ever going to be possible so that's oh, like wow. that's that's an opinion to trust because this is the person that does this work so um don't go it yeah, for the yeah. pc until it's actually already working over there the other one the price point um comparing it to quest 2 is it's like console gamers saying why would i buy a console when i can play diablo immortal on my phone like it is a different experience it is not the same thing so in terms of yes virtual reality is niche yes it's got an uphill battle yes not many people are going to buy this thing like it's not going to sell bucket loads and make virtual reality mainstream overnight of course it's not but it is a good entry point of price if you want high-end virtual reality which is a different market to to the quest the quest is like 400 quid, 400 monies, and it has games. It has some overlap in, in what you can play, but it is very different to high-end PC VR. It's very different to what PlayStation VR is offering and what PlayStation, what people hope that PlayStation offer with this device, which is a massive reinvigoration into high-end virtual reality software, which has been lacking for a couple of years. The other big concern that is very fair, if you're looking, if you're on the on the fringes of it, if you're sitting on the fence going, I don't know, I quite like the idea of virtual reality, but Sony didn't really support PlayStation VR1 for very long and I don't know that they're going to support PlayStation VR2 for very long. That's absolutely a fair concern and there's there's not like a good answer to that because there is every chance that if this thing doesn't get any any sort of steam Sony would drop it after a year or two and it'll be a waste of money, which would be a massive shame for me. It's it's such a good device. It's so worthwhile. There are problems with it. I'm going to get my hands on it and I'm going to go through it properly, but things like this this cable the cable is a problem for me it's much better it's a massive upgrade over playstation vr1 but it is still a cable and virtual reality is so much better when you can turn around without killing yourself in the process so (laughs) (laughs) it's um,
0: true i had that lenovo device that you told me to buy remember i bought it and that one cable constantly around my neck is really annoying
1: it's not even, it's not like, there is that. There is the serious like, issue with managing the cable, but it's also, um, it encourages people to then turn using analog sticks and that's when they're going to start throwing up. So there is like uh... big incentives to get rid of a cable in that sense as well. But uh, there's so so much like, hope and encouragement around this thing, that it's quite sad to pe- to see people just say, like, I don't like it because it's it's niche and I'm a casual gamer, it's not for me. Like, you have, like but, perspective-wise, but, hey, son, I know, I'm being facetious there, wise? right? Perspective-wise, what, though, it's, imagine, like, So, say I'm here, I'm a virtual reality person, there's a big audience of console yeah. gamers saying nobody cares, that's a niche, I don't care. Guess what, console gamers? There's a massive audience of mobile phone gamers saying exactly the same thing about you. Why would I spend money yeah. on a console? It's, it's a better gaming experience. You can say that. You're in that market. You love your console gaming. You can say, this is a better gaming experience. Of course, it's worth the money to me. I'm sitting here saying VR is a better gaming experience. It's, it's worth the money to me. You don't have to. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like virtual reality. What I find weird, though, is the big audience of people that pretend that they've never been interested in virtual reality as a concept. Then mm, people yeah. be frauds. I, see, everyone's I am, been interested I am in it conceptually.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I am exactly, interested in yeah. VR as a, as a concept. Mm. Um, I much prefer a lot of the experiences like, a, like I'm a very, very into videography and cinematography and things like that. And I have a, a, a proper 360 camera for when I'm traveling or ex- going and traveling worldwide and things like that to be able to use that. And then that is an awesome thing to bring back and show relatives who aren't able to travel or something like that. A lot of these 3D completely immersive experiences that they couldn't have done without without the use of that equipment and again there's a lot of that kind of stuff on vr that's absolutely awesome likewise yeah. things like simulators flight sim racing games etc are absolutely ideal for for vr like yeah. it completely changes the game and k- changes the perspective of, of those games when you have a VR headset on because specifically in flight and the things you can be looking around, especially if you're like dogfighting or something in the skies and you can be looking around yeah. to find the enemy. At Rogue every two, Squadron two seconds. was
0: better for Instead it. Instead
3: of like doing the analog sticks and trying to fly straight at the same time, you can be looking around properly and, and enjoying it. Same with racing. You can kind of be looking in the wing mirror behind you to see who's there. And this is one of the reasons I think Ace is looking forward to this. One of the things he's pointed out was was uh, Gran Turismo um, and being looking forward That's to a playing big Gran one Turismo. For me. VR. Yeah.
0: I don't even which care about massive. Gran Turismo, which is like a poorer racer and not that I've played GT7 compared to Forza typically. But it's the VR aspect that yeah. is the kind of thing I'm really, I'm going coming around Ace's house to play.
3: I've invited myself out. I think for me, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, though, I mean, on the on the price front, aside from aside from you looking for it and and it being worthwhile to you, do you think the the price front overall though to the in, in the general populace, do you think the price front is maybe is a little bit too high? and I said originally, if it was anywhere close to six hundred, it's it's not worthwhile in the so grand scheme of things. My for general thoughts populace, on it,
1: and I should clarify because what I said then was a little bit trolly and a little bit controversial. um
3: when I say that opinion, people that are your, your no, like,
1: when I say people that are conceptually against virtual reality, I mean like like the pipe dream, like you were talking about Ready Player One. Like everybody has, at some point in time, when you've yeah. envisaged where gaming is going, being in gaming worlds in one mechanism or another, that's conceptual, and a lot of people pretend that they've never been interested in that. To say that you're not interested in virtual reality as it stands today is a very different position to take and one that I can respect because it's definitely not for everyone. A lot of people suffer motion sickness. A lot of people don't want to be disconnected from the world. A lot of people just don't think that the technology is where it needs to be yet. And that is a respectable opinion. If you're coming from there, uh, like, that's fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But if you're saying, like, I I never thought it would be fun. uh, Sorry. See, I'm
2: not. I'm not. Oh no, no, no! You're fine. I'm just was saying that. Like for me, virtual reality is just not in my wheelhouse. Um, I I've been an early enthusiast, and I, and 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 I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying I've tried it back with the Nintendo back in the '90s. It was awful yeah. with the Virtual Machine, uh, Virtual Boy, and then all that. And then I, my son, he's really big into VR. So he brought he mm-hmm. he brings his vibe over, or whatever. It's cool, but it's like for me, is it the? This is my thing with it. Is it worth the money if I'm going to? How much time am I going to invest in it for for the money? That's my thing. If it's if it's around a three hundred dollar, I would three hundred dollars. I would I would maybe consider try, trying it out because I as a gamer I don't mind trying out any and everything. You know what I mean? But again, I don't have a PlayStation Five yet. I still just got my PlayStation Four. I wanted the digital PlayStation Four. I don't want to. Uh, what you call it? Because the most all my PlayStation games on my four, which I got like hundred and seventy some PlayStation Four games on it, I I wanted to just be transferred to digital, and so and so for me that's the one of the reasons why I was like, well, I could I, I'm buying a lot of these PlayStation Five games on the on the PC now, so therefore maybe I could play Gran Turismo once it comes on, and then if they got the virtual the uh the virtual uh the PSVR two come, maybe that might be something if the price is sweet, but. It's not sweet, and it's not going to be coming on the PC. And 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 you made your point, which makes a lot of valid. You made a lot of valid points, Acer. Hey? So, so I, so to me, that's that's my thing. It's not. I don't. If for people who love VR, who are all about it, go right at it. For me, it's just how how many times am I going to play that thing? Like if it's just gonna if I'm going to play it, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't see it to where I'm going to be playing it as much as I did the uh, the uh, the Connect. You know, because yeah. then and then when it came to the point to where my kids got you know, older, they're in college or they, they're working like and then when the, the Kinect came up on the uh, when the Kinect 2 came with the Xbox One, you know, what I mean, like, I mean, I wasn't yeah. really using it that much. So that that's the that's the thing for me. Does it make sense for me to get a peripheral to add a peripheral into this house? just for it to just sit in my closet after a yeah. few experiences that's my thing it's not about I'm like there if it's about you. technology yeah so, I'm so there you said you there, like, when you when you
1: mentioned thing. connect there um this is yeah. this is just me and the way that I embrace gaming if there is something new that sparks my interest that i think can deliver a new kind of gaming experience that i haven't had before and I'm over it like a rash because that just like that, thats what excites me in the mm-hmm. industry. So I was really mm-hmm. like excited by Kinect. I bought an Xbox One before I bought a PlayStation Four. We know how Kinect turned out. Maybe PlayStation VR two is going to flop as well, but it's bringing something new, and that is what I'm here for. In terms of your question, Dutch, on the price. I, I try and avoid saying what is and isn't worthwhile because obviously everybody's like got a different perception of value. But I will say, very sincerely, do not think that Sony wanted to be, to be charging the price that they are. Um, I think. They wanted it to come in at, at most, the price that the PlayStation 5 launched at, probably 50 quid less than that. Um, but mm-hmm. we saw that Meta had to raise the price of their headset by $100 last year. Like, the industry challenged them. So I really, I really really don't think that they wanted it to be the price that it is, and they're just trying to make the best yeah. of it. In terms of value, um, looking at it relative to other propositions on the market, if you want a high-end VR experience in the PC space, so you want that like higher quality game than you can get from a mobile processor, it is actually a good price like the playstation 5 like the whole whack It's ridiculously expensive for something that you may or may not like so i get that not a lot of people are going to buy it but if you are comparing it to like a high-end pc with a decent gpu and a, and a nice professional headset you're paying a lot more in that space so it's a difficult one because yeah. it is they are going to struggle to sell it there but
3: i think i think yeah. the other key thing to to think about for this as well is and i think so you've kind of touched on it is how how much and how well are they actually going to support this on the software front? Like the, the launch lineup, 50 games, brilliant. That's a good start. But it needs to be a consistent array of those games going forward alongside their regular first-party offerings for those without VR. So it kind of needs to be interesting. They need to have the same level of VR input as they do, same level as first-party input. I think that is the only thing that's going to get this to, to sustain. And that's the only catch, I think, from Sony's side, is are they going to invest the same amount of effort in the VR software front as they are their regular first party to be able to continue to make this thing work? Yeah, because it's is... so good to invest in 600 quid for, for a headset. But if after a year there's literally nothing coming out for it or it's like two games a year or something, you're like, yeah and that's exactly like
1: it's exactly what i said earlier that is a very valid concern if you're looking at that device at the moment going well this is a lot of money are Sony going to drop it like they essentially did the first one like they did the Vita like they've done many other things like all companies unfortunately do with big products it is very hard to promise that Sony are going to keep supporting this thing and realistically we know it's not going to sell like console numbers it's not going to sell 20 million and triple a development by itself it's just not sony have said that they're going to look at hybrid development for their first party games so maybe the next last of us game does support it maybe the next spider-man game does support it maybe the next god of war does support it and if they actually hold true to that and do it then that may be a cost effective way to develop games if they don't, if they just drop this thing on its ass, I mean, don't come back to me. I never told you they were going to support it for two years. I don't. I don't have a clue. I just hope that they do. <laughs> well, see,
0: um, before going to quite a few super chats, I mean, we can dip into that. I will say, Horizon: Call of the Mountain was 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 a was a very important title to kind of let lead out the gate um, to kind of sell this device without obviously being eyes on with it. Um, uh, the reviews have been pretty lukewarm to okay and then 79 on meta whatever meta whatever is not something that would have enticed it i was expecting this like big big difference like that's it if if, if it was like a mid 80s to a 90 meta i'm like all right now we've got software to back the hardware and my question is what is sony's strategy here because they are you say it's niche, and I completely understand. I'm with you there, Asa. I believe in VR. Conceptually, I'm stuck thinking about like the zen of gaming. I've overused this term so much. But VR is there. It's at the heart of that oh, uh, that thing. And I, I so want PSVR or any VR to succeed. Yeah, same. I find these are baby steps towards that. So that, that tech. But if the software is not there, then that's the... what. Why am I being asked to make the jump on a price point and believe in a vision where you failed and let PSVR 1 down? And I don't see any even perhaps a roadmap. Someone in chat says there's loads of PSVR studios working on VR content solely. Okay. When I get, and I don't mean additive experience like GT7, which may be very impressive, I'm talking about that big next one. And I do believe, I was, t- I was saying this in Jeff Grubb's tweet, he doesn't really think this is going to, he's a bit skeptical about the long-term proposition of this device. And I'm just thinking, all it takes is one game. And I'm more than Half-Life ilex, despite the fact that it being a great game. It needs that, again, bad term, overused, killer app. But once you get that, game that you're like right everyone needs to play this game and it's in vr and nothing else is coming close in pancake mode that's where it'll make make waves and i just don't know when that's going to happen i pray it does the device is amazing it just looks amazing but the battery life and all of that these are problems but i don't care as long as you deliver the games it's always about the games and if anyone can do it it's sony but I hope they focus on those big blocks, blockbuster games, not these smaller little demos like they said in PSVR, not these like Moss and stuff. They may be great games, but give us a big one. If they can do that, then I will be backing this device. Right now, I'm going to save my money because that is uh, quite a hefty asking price despite the fact that comparatively, it offers a lot of Hello. value... Well, yeah, you could you call me that. Can we call me a broke casual? But it's just like it's a lot of money. But let's let's just hit these super checks because there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Alvin with a five dollar super check because Ace is not wasting any time dishing out. I've. Typed over that. Heavy portions, I imagine, of source. Thank you, Alvin. i typed over your Super Chat. I'm pasting it onto Microsoft Word like a complete casual. Like Asa says, Shabs, thank you for being for a member for 16 months. Thank you so much, Maddie. He you're all shills. <laughs> shills for gaming. Keep doing what you do and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Thank you, Shabs. Shabs again with a £2 Super Chat. Thank you, Maddie. give me my Sword Art Online VR style. Again, hammering home it's all about the games face with a very spicy and also very generous as always $20 super chat goes xbox gamers if microsoft released a vr headset you'll be singing a different tune so why would people take your opinion seriously absolutely not
2: hell no i would not be I, i i'm not into vr like that i've said this now i wouldn't if if they decide to um Bring VR to gamers. I'm the type of person that is like, yes, for the people who want VR, jump on it. Still not going to buy it. I mean, I would consider it if it would be something like, just like what I uh, just like I said about the price point. If it was the right type of game, you know, like the like the GT I mean, I'm to ra- into racers, so that that does look pretty smooth. Even though that like some people was putting out like fake uh uh, footage but other than that like yeah yeah yeah. but i would be i would definitely be i would be interested but the problem is is that vr is it worth Is it worth if if there are more games out there available for me to keep using the plat the uh the the, uh, peripheral and i just don't see that so no even if xbox did it i would be singing another two period
0: yeah i mean if it had look it boils down to the software forza horizon great game if we got vr support Massively enticing. Then you got Forza Motorsport. Massively enticing. First-person yeah. shooters. Like Xbox pretty slaps a, a, you know, PlayStation around on that. Even Halo Infinite. I mean, yeah. graphically, it's not that good. So it might be really well good <laughs> poised to perform on <laughs> VR. So maybe, you know, it's all boiling down to the software face. Uh, you might find it weird, but he says the VR connoisseur. And, of course, he's, he's made his case for it. We would definitely buy it if the software is there. Flight Sim is a great one, Dutch. You mentioned. Um, I really, really want to play that on VR. In fact, I feel like I'm what puts me off playing it anymore is and learning that horribly complicated game if you unless you play on easy mode, is mm. is the lack of like me playing on VR. I've got Quest, but it's all about software. So I don't I mean, know, Face, yeah. I think it's
3: unless you go into the modding community which obviously is yes, I know as well like I can guarantee Forza Motorsport will have a modded VR version on PC no. and I can guarantee Not. there's already a, there is already a modded version of VR on Flight Sim on PC
1: no, So flight sim um, natively supports it on PC this is the one studio that took community feedback and went to because mo- Microsoft yeah. don't own a Sobo so they actually did officially yeah. put virtual reality support into it Forza you cannot there is no good VR support you can get fake screen support You can't sit in that car and play properly, which is a travesty. It's a travesty because it would be amazing. I'd play that forever. I
3: meant more the upcoming one. I would be surprised because this is the first... Modders haven't been able
1: to do Forza Tech so far, so unless the new engine is doing something Uh, very differently, I'd be surprised if it does
3: is that is that's yeah. been yeah. the sticking point in it obviously you've been doing a lot of research on why it can't <laughs> so, no i don't actually i don't, actually, I don't research why i just mean, like i go
1: to redmond outside microsoft's campus with a little picket sign on my own protesting but they just ignore me they don't even give me lunch anymore um but, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm going to keep trying the in terms of the yeah. the mod community fortunately on the pc side of things and this will make a big difference for for people that are into that very niche scene within a niche um every unreal game from the last like decade or so will be easily moddable in the near future with good work happening in that space as well so there'll be lots for me to play okay. <laughs> um
0: on the point of the modding community asa I, I know playstation have a dedicated store on pc but considering they have a push for uh pc i think it would be frankly balmy if For PSVR 2, they don't see if they haven't already seriously consider PC. It's not like there's a competing thing. It's not gouging. I mean, the hardware is where they're making their money as well. Plus, they'll make it on software. PC community will will latch on to it. Otherwise, they're stuck with a niche uphill battle. Why would they not limit that? What's the I, I really don't think they are
1: making money on the hardware, for one thing. Like, I really don't think they're making at least any significant amount of, of money on the hardware. Um, what they could do, separate conversation, because we did already kind of cover the um, the PC support for the hardware itself, but there is the, the matter of games as well, because there are PC headsets that offer a very similar feature set to the PlayStation VR 2. So things like Call of the Mountain, if they do get their first-party studios like supporting this thing properly even if they aren't going to bring their headset and their storefront directly onto the PC, they they could bring those games to PC, and then there is money in that, so hopefully.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Um, on that point, Ace, as you were talking about that, They Sony have made a big investment with PSVR 2, um, and it will boil down mostly, I would say even throw 90% out there, on the first party studios to really make this thing shine. this split focus do you think that could potentially harm PlayStation in this space uh, or can it afford to do it because it's getting a market lead over Xbox I hope
1: so, I I hope they invest in it enough to to hurt themselves, then I'll be like getting some games out of it, (laughs) so it's only have a few VR studios, (laughs) like they have acquired some studios that can be dedicated to virtual reality without hurting them so insomniac have got a dedicated virtual reality studio that pumped out four games for oculus before they were required so they can make games there they've got um some good second party things so from sony themselves we've got firewall ultra coming as, as a should be a big game when it comes out but so much for them is pivotal on their their hybrid development approach if they can get these support studios working with the main studios making these first like the first party proper flagship pancake games Have meaningful virtual reality support so not like here's a a level you can look around lara cross mansion or whatever but here's the full game in virtual reality as well this is an alternative way to play then they'll be fine and that shouldn't hurt their development too much if they can nail it down but we'll see i think yeah
0: yeah we'll see and and i really do think it needs a, a very concerted effort among throughout first party studios to result in something that could be the breakout game if that's what Sony's strategy is in relying on the long-term success of this device. Face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you again for another $20. Super chickens. Wondering Dutch, I will counter that Microsoft already raised their prices of video games to $70 and raised the prices of the series consoles in India and Japan already. I don't know what he's countering. I don't remember. What that do you is correct.
3: That was down to currency exchange and distribution costs.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't know what he was countering, but okay. Japan uh, and uh, India. Phase- Japan and India. I will say that, expect it will um, happen. Japan on on,
3: Japan on initial launch was actually cheaper than the rest of the world. So I think mm. it brought it more in line with oh, the yeah. rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is
0: true. It just seems like, uh, are you making enough of a loss there when you're not even selling that many in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, Tactically I think they're already,
3: like, the good thing about Japan specifically, and I think India as well, is they're probably already making a good enough, should we say start to gain ground? Because they haven't gained ooh, near enough ground to say they're competitive in that market, but yeah, they are far better than they have been since I mean, the 360 era. They are actually tracking ahead of where 360 and Xbox One is in okay. Japan now, so um, they've made big strides there. I think the constant support on software japanese software and japanese devs and games and things is is what's benefiting them massively and the series s of course but we'll yeah. uh, we know that so yeah but yeah it is a good point but it is the, the different factors and, and every market's going to be different um yeah we know that the rest of the world like playstation didn't increase in the us but it increased the rest of the world there's reasons there's always reasons for it but you never know
0: yeah, absolutely. Before we read the other Super Chats, shout out to Hoggy. Very generous, wow. as always. Yes. He goes, forget all this VR stuff. Play pancake games. Here's a Hogwarts Legacy Digital Deluxe Global Code. Shout out to Hoggy! That is crazy. That is a lot. Uh, well done to Hoggy, man. It is the most generous guy out there. And whoever claimed the code, do it. And if the 400 one plus people watching, please hit that like button. We have a lot to talk about. 108 Dragons TV, shout out to you, brother. He goes, uh thank you for the five dollar super chat. He goes, Me and Asa will take the financial hit for you guys and shout out to the awesome panel. Asa, check your Twitter DMs, Check them, Asa. Um gunstar Gunstar with <laughs> the two fat super checkers. Dutch will Dutch be subtitled when you upload <laughs> why Dutch sounds Oh, Dutch, your name a, confuses just me, because you're, English. <laughs> yeah, Northern English, come on, wait, Gunstar, I swear you're Northern as well, no? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> AJH, thank you, with the two-pound super, goes, so they turned PlayStation devs into the new Lionhead, oh, uh, I mean, let's not say that, let's, let's, Oof. let's, ho- well, this is what I was alluding to, AJ. Just when I asked AJ the question, what is that going to split focus between uh, the studios? But hopefully, I don't think they'll end up that way. Um, they know PlayStation's is not feeling the heat despite its success, uh, mounting success uh, against Xbox. Microsoft are really ta- taking things seriously. So, and you know, they they won't forsake their Bread and butter, which is the AAA stuff. But we'll see. Carlos Alvarado, thank you so much for the two-dollar super check. PS needs bangers for VR. Seventy-nine climbing sim ain't it? Oh, source. Mm. Um, but mm. I think there's truth there. Like, you want to see that big title, K Mega. He's not going to see like seventy-nine. Of like, that's your best-looking title or the best-playing title. And then it's seventy-nine, it's like, okay, I'll wait. Six hundred dollars. Am I going to really pay that? No, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, they need, it needs something big. It needs the Half-Life Alex, uh, and then
3: we'll be like, all right. Uh, it's not it already fact announced that Half-Life Alex is coming to PSVR. Uh, I,
2: mean, is it? I heard a rumor that it was. It's but rumors. Yeah. Was it it's a rumors? Rumor? Rumor yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Mountain be, in particular. That, was, and, uh, that
3: would make sense. Like no other market has it other than Steam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would, it would, make, it would sense. make sense
1: you'd think from valve as well because they obviously want to sell that game and it's
3: not
1: yeah it's not a big enough audience on the pc for it obviously they want to sell things into their own ecosystem as well but valve have always worked with with the console providers to to bring their games across as well so hopefully alex will come to it um, i don't think there is any such thing as a singular killer app that will sell people on a device that expensive so it needs consistency yeah. it needs a lot of games they have there are already good things to play in vr but a killer app is a myth so um, don't wait for one. It's hey, <laughs> just not a thing that can happen. The, the Call of the Mountain can game. Happen. Well, Half Life <laughs> Alex was a killer app. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. Saints and Sinners is a killer app. Walking playing. Dead, Saints and Sinners. It's is so, not so good. Rap. It's so good. Um,
0: well, you but, know what I mean when I say the killer app? Like do. the golden am yeah, saying. It's like, it's like, yeah, a myth. it
1: won't on. come. Why? Nobody Does will there ever there be satisfied by a singular game.
0: No, but that's like, not the come on, you know I mean the big game that there's always a big game. Like the Halo made this new bulky Xbox stupid entrant into the thing viable. Like yeah. there is if you believe in the vision of VR, if you believe in the vision of this tech, then absolutely you have to believe in a killer I, app. You have to believe then, that you think this the, tech is not ready. No,
3: I mean, I think you're there's always, not a singular data, app that will sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I th-
0: I disagree with that. I disagree with we, that.
3: The reason oh. I was gonna say I slightly agree with Asa is because it it was once a reason to, to buy a console. So you like originally with the PlayStation or originally with the Xbox, and we're talking the original Xboxes and original PlayStations, the entire point was given that killer app to just to to entice you to buy this console. Now these consoles have been out for multiple generations. You do not need a killer app to buy. A console or a bit of equipment and this is the second iteration of playstation vr now the only downfall with playstation vr this time around is that there isn't backwards compatibility which i think is a massive oversight considering those games can absolutely run on playstation vr um two it's just implementing via the the dual sense controller support which is different compared to the the ones that they used to have the glowing ones um that is the only difference and i think that could be done and i think they should iterate bringing some of those old apps back over but i agree that there isn't one specific app these days that entices you to buy a console it's more of a conglomerate of of things it's the ecosystem it's it's the backlog it's the the friend base you've got it's the equipment you've already got there's I so many, factors the out. price of entry that, is one thousand two
1: hundred. Col- like, what, what nirvana <laughs> of an <output> app <laughs> would get you to spend that?
0: Will, <laughs> they will do it. They will do it. I guarantee you, the masses. If you delivered the next Halo, this VR experience, for instance, I'm giving you a concept that really takes. Because, like Colin Moriarty said, we've hit our ceiling now as far as games conceptually are concerned. Third-person shooters, first-person shooters. He doesn't expect. Anything massive changes there, and I disagree with that. You have a VR experience where you're literally in this world. You reload the guns properly. You're in this game. There's Physics so are of there. This. The visual fidelity is there. Half-Life Alex in already a VR happened. Setting. No, man. Half-Life <laughs> Alex is not like that. Yeah, like, but, even but, you can but you, you mentioned it, Halo. Like, like, If you're talking about a Killer app, you're
1: talking about a beloved IP, because you mentioned Halo is why I've gone to Half-Life. Not because I think it's the one pristine VR game, but because you mentioned a big IP playing it in a completely new way. And if Half-Life Alex is not yeah, well, a big enough IP, I don't I don't but, know what you're looking for.
0: <laughs> and VR is doomed. When we say Ready Player One, when we talk about full immersion, we don't want to see people floating hands. you want to see a fully comprehensive game that changes the way you play a f- fps so that it makes it silly and don't say it's we're here now because i know you're going to say we are here now it makes it silly to play a it's... pancake version of oh, fps that
1: no that, but i, I, I believe we really in that. are there i believe like... in that okay
0: and it could Keyboard happen. and mouse it could happen
1: keyboard and mouse <laughs> controller point and shoot a gun it's completely not the same experience i don't understand what you're talking about i really don't
0: no i mean that's you're making an argument for (laughs) that in the future of gaming video like these things we have these incredible trying to find my control these incredibly detailed and more increasingly intricate detailed worlds and we are relegated to this this to interact with our worlds press a this to shoot and vr can change that and i believe in that and this is such a basic fork and knife to so, uh, you know pencil to I, I basically disagree just think-
1: with like the, the fundamental part of your argument, apart from the idea that there can be a singular killer app that delivers this, because most of the things that you're asking for have been delivered and were not considered killer apps. Like okay,
2: so reloading
1: let me- a gun. Yeah, well, you can okay, do so that in th- th-
0: in properly. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. In what in? Yeah, but fully, all of that, reload a gun, make you feel good, visually astounding, incredible game, the uh, AR, everything. That's what I'm talking about. Not these little demo games, not little additive VR experience. Just You're just, just, like, you're just
1: describing Half Life, called... Alex, over and
2: over again. <laughs> Half okay, Life so let l- 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 me. L- somebody in the chat made up a, ask, was asking me a question, and, and and it just came to my mind, a game that I would. I would I would definitely consider PlayStation VR if they decided to bring back Fight Night uh and and then like
0: I'm not being in your house. Imagine like a grandma walks past
2: Bam! <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like I, that that would bring some attention. I don't know if that would be that so quote unquote killer app, but that That'd would be, be a word, game that would, that would get, off, get off. my attention, especially if it's if it looks as stunning as what people would be anticipating that uh, the next fight night, if EA decided to bring it back would look and you put that type of game. And that that's that's that the, the perfect immersion. You have your you a, a, a creative, a creative player, player, player fighting player. Ali <laughs> or Fraser or whatever. That <laughs> did. would be insane, man. That would be insane. Rounds yeah. with a headset on. There's
3: no <laughs> chance. Yeah. No, no. no chance. No chance.
2: Okay, well, I'm just saying. So I don't know, man. So so to me, it seems like that the it uh, seems people was uh, I forgot who it was that made a super chat that was saying that I needed to say the word peripheral correctly. Hey, so oh no no right. no, that's coming. Yeah. Gunstar's the next super chat. Uh, I don't uh, know. Uh, what did
0: you say? How did
2: you pronounce peripheral? Face-y? I said peripheral. So I, I'm, I'm country. <laughs> so man, let me let me just you know what I'm saying let me be country. If I if I don't uh pronounce a word, pronounce the word properly, then just say
0: what are we dragging with the two dollars? <laughs> because yeah, <might> be
2: country. <laughs> let me be country. I'm a country boy. So i sometimes I'm going to mess up on the word, but that's I, I think that that would be an interesting app, uh, and I think that that would be something that would get people to be like, hey, that not only looks fantastic but I could jump around and, and, and and play the new fight night with VR. I think that that would garner some attention. I I don't know if that would be that so, so quote unquote killer app, but I think that would be something that would uh, bring more traction.
0: Well, funny story. Me and Asa played Creed, the boxing game, in which you play PvP, yeah. and you uh-huh. run forward by doing this, and go forward to and go back like this. And Asa punched his wall because oh, <laughs> I kept turning around. I'm like, yeah. guys, don't do that. stop turning around. And then he punched the wall. <laughs> you fixed that wall yet, Acer? yeah, Asa? It's still got. A no. <laughs>
1: the marks are still there, and they'll stay there forever because I like them. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Face 23 Brooklyn, New York. Thank you for the $20 super chat again. He goes Sony release this year. That's a lot on it, man. Uh PSVR2, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Dual Sense, Edge, and coming MLB the show before Xbox released any games yet. So What do you mean? Hi-Fi Rush just shat on PlayStation's games this year. That's that 89 matter That got released. Shadow dropped. Just completed it. Great game, Ugh. by the way. Great game. What are you talking about, Face? Don't spend that much money to murk yourself. <laughs> That's a lot of money. You're like, come on, man. The stuff, Sean, thank you so much for the two pound super Because imagine Hellblade 2 VR. I just freaked myself out. Well, not all games can just translate into that. Third yes, person can. with VR. Right?
1: You can literally play the first Hellblade <laughs> nice. in virtual reality and it works just fine. Most, so this is a, I know we're not going to talk about VR much more because we've done quite yeah. a lot and people don't want to, Um, but you'd be surprised at what does and doesn't work in VR. People have this impression that it's just first-person experiences you need to be sitting in a car or shooting a gun but actually things like tactics games things like third-person games things like diorama mm-hmm. kind of isometric games are a lot better than you might realize until you've tried it <laughs> and hellblade okay. oh. so t- um, hellblade is officially supported like team ninja um oh, i've forgotten what they're called is it team ninja or ninja theory ninja
0: theory ninja ninja ninja
1: theory officially released Hellblade VR on the PC before they were acquired when they were still allowed to do cool things.
0: Of <laughs> course. <laughs> um, well, okay, with enough VR talk um, and shout out to 400 uh, people in the chat, let's go to, to the quite a few topics here. Next one, very quickly, Returnal comes to PC and this port looks very impressive. Probably the best port um, from Sony um, on PC and it's, it just looks great returnal is a great game uh, love that game probably one of the best this so far this gen um for me or especially on playstation uh, but the pc one looks it has pissed people off the definitive edition is here on pc and it's doing some uh, i don't know if you've checked this out like the ray trace reflection the particle effects all of this stuff makes the ps Five version look like okay like that's a big difference and I feel like and this is where I came here I was going to try and weave in your point about mid-gen consoles into this conversation because I was like because I know Blaze 4K he's a big PlayStation guy still is but now he's moved to PC strictly gaming he's moved to PC as well and he's there these guys are like nah man it's all about PC and people are pissed now so I'm starting to notice that console guys are pissed off at the performance of these next-gen consoles it's not really and the pc side of things despite the fact that 49 is like ridiculous you know 48 is cost 1200 man um what (laughs) the returnal makes me think that kind of stuff people will vocally pissed off um playstation guys as they will normally would be but on that point dutch do you think that these consoles are uh, do you feel like you're getting your money's worth from these consoles yet? Have they Are they performing? Particularly the Xbox Series X, the world's most powerful console. Is it performing in the levels that you think it should be? Or you expected it to?
3: Yeah, I don't think it's anything to do with the hardware. I think they're just, they're, they just haven't made the most of what's available as yet. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that we'll, we'll start to see more over the next two to three years. I don't think we've seen anything close to what these consoles are capable of yet. Um, but I would also... On a technical front, I don't understand why Sony fans are getting angry at Returnal looking <laughs> and playing better on PC, especially on these people playing on like 4090s and things, where these they literally wipe the floor with every game. The 4090 destroys everything. Like they've got Forza yeah. uh, Horizon running in 8K at 120 frames and <laughs> above with everything switched on, including ray tracing. Like it's going to be better on a on a platform that has a ceiling that is so much higher. Yeah. Like we're talking about literal RDNA 3. We're talking about like DLSS 3.0. We're talking like Zen 4 processors. We're talking 24 to 36 gig uh, graphics cards. We're, these are massive differences compared to the consoles we're playing on. It's not to say these consoles are slouches, however, because these yeah. consoles are still think on a, on a, when you're talking about proprietary basis, when the development games specifically with these consoles in mind, Mm -hmm. I think we haven't seen anywhere near what they're capable of yet. Um, But on that note, of course, they're always going to look and eventually run better on PC. They are always are going to because it has a much higher ceiling of capability. Um, Mm -hmm. It just depends. It all boils down to how the developer makes use of that. If, in Sony's perspective, these games come out on PlayStation first and then they've got a lot of time to optimise the version for the PC then there's going to be an even larger gap on difference of, of quality because they're focusing on that PC port primarily and not just focusing on the port as a whole. Mm-hmm. If Xbox did the same thing and didn't drop their games day one, day and date on everything, and they were like, okay, it comes to console first and then PC, you'd see a much larger gap in quality on the PC games for Xbox as well. Not to say that the games aren't already outstanding on pc because mm-hmm. the ports from xbox on pc as well are also outstanding as i mentioned there was forza horizon four five sorry um running ridiculously on a 4090 with ray tracing on and um, you see games like gears of war looking absolutely phenomenal on pc as well um yeah. so yeah these these consoles are miles off from being completely maximized absolutely miles away and that's a good thing mm. it's a good thing for yeah. us um, but i don't Hopefully. think right now we right now PlayStation or Xbox haven't seen the best of what these consoles can do yet, which is a positive thing. I think we've both very much got a lot more to look forward to on, on both fronts. A lot, much yeah. more. Okay. I think it's, um,
0: Unreal do you... is going to be
3: the outlier this gen. Unreal, Unreal, anything on Unreal the... is going to look phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. That's why I put that in my of Gaming video. Um, And hopefully that bear, but that's why I'm so hyped for Halo running on that. Um, K-Mega, do you share... Dutch's optimism because he makes it sound like we're not scratching the surface of the power of these consoles.
2: No, absolutely not. I've even said, uh, even on, on my podcast, um, and, and on other podcasts, and I'm going to say it on this one that I feel like this is going to be, uh, about the same amount of uh length with this with this generation as the 360 and the playstation 3. i think it's going to be about that long yeah seven seven, maybe maybe a little bit more because of the fact Mm. that like you said uh like dutch said we haven't even cracked the surface yet i mean we're we're still having games that's being promoted on the older hardware so and, and 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 we're just now starting to get games that are really going to start really defining themselves and and putting and showing the true power of both the PlayStation and the Xbox. So, uh, so I I think that it's a, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a smart investment. If you're a person that doesn't have, let's say that you have a PlayStation first and you may consider getting an Xbox later, then wait for, if they, if they do bring something uh, later, or, you know, of course I think people, a lot of people get the entry level with the S but I mean, for me, it's this is the reason why I went ahead and I did this. I I said because of the PlayStation games. I'm with this, this bad boy right here, this big son of a gun right here. Uh <laughs> I'm getting nervous the way you're holding that thing. <laughs> I am. I, 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 well, this thing right here, man, I. this is why. Didn't I didn't even
0: I, destat your
2: fingers. You picked the, that up.
0: There, yes. there it goes. Yes.
2: Yeah, 1200 there it goes. down the toilet. <laughs> it, yeah. I'll take it back. I got a warranty on it. But uh, the thing for me is that <laughs> it's uh, the, 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 the situation is that, like, I, I, got, I had Spider-Man. I got, a tw- I got a 2070 right now. And I've seen how great that that looked on, when I was playing Spider-Man, when I was playing God of War. Um, compared to when I played God of War on the PlayStation Four, and I'm like, Good God, this is leaps and dip, leaps and bounds. And just with these kind of now, I don't have the ninety; I have the eighty. But the thing to me is just that. I mean, I can see why people would decide to not go with could leave their consoles behind and just go with PC if they're going to go ahead and invest in that. I mean, I'm already invested. I'm an Xbox guy, so I just I, I'm a console guy. So I, I'm going to still maintain my console. But for me, I'm looking at it from the strategy of. uh with these cards and just the ability of just seeing how these games look and how well uh, Nexus is doing on converting these games from the PlayStation to the PC. It's a no brainer. If you do have a gaming PC or interested in it because games, games are cheaper. Uh, They don't, they depreciate a lot faster. Like eternal right now on CD keys is is only 40 bucks. So, and I mean, it just came out this week. So that's the thing for me that has made me kind of switch from saying, well, I'm going to still want to support PlayStation. I'm just going to do it a different way. I'm not going to invest into the console. I'm just going to go ahead and invest a little bit more money and be future proof it by getting by uh, going with PC and just yeah. playing my games on, on uh, my PlayStation games on PC. That's my thing.
0: That's fair enough. I think that's yeah. what Blazing Strictly were, were aiming at that point, and now they're yeah. slowly kind of weaned into that as their main uh, source of gaming. Danny Passion Official, thank you for the two dollars super chat. I bought Dead Space on Steam due to how good it looks on pc um so yeah no absolutely people a lot of people are doing that i do agree with you dutch and and came that already we we aren't the, the thing i'm leading on is we haven't touched the power of these consoles because it's stupid last gen i'm hoping this from this year onwards
3: it's you know gonna what, be guys, uh to kind of go yeah. on to that as well the the perfect thing about hogwarts that we has just released now is they've done it the right way when releasing a, a previous gen version. Ah, yes. They've got the next gen versions out, which have yeah. been relatively bug free across the board. Like, I've now 100% of everything on that game. Um, they've got it out pretty much bug free. I had a couple of little things here and there, but traditional open world bugs, as you can imagine, like AIs like, randomly spawning into a wall and stuff like that. Like, that's the type mm-hmm. of stuff that you can't predict and can't reproduce when you're doing QA sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the way that they actually got that game out, focusing on the, neck, the current gen first, getting the current gen games out first and foremost, then getting the next, the last gen games out a month, a month or two later, then getting the Switch version out in July. Like they're saying, right, let's get the best version, good, ready, out the door first. We'll then work on the previous gen and optimize yeah. that one, and then mm-hmm. we'll get Switch sorted. That's the best. That's what the way Cyberpunk should have done it.
0: Uh, well, on that point you, you're right, I absolutely agree with you there, and the game is selling like mad, like oh. mad already, and it doesn't even have last gen uh, versions, but I reckon the last gen version is going to run like shit uh, this, <laughs> because the current gen versions will pop in, even on performance mode, it's pretty considerable, oh. we had Rand saying this so is pretty bad, uh, but the game runs fine, I have a feeling that game because the game is pretty cool, it's really beautiful, good looking game I just I I have a suspicion it's gonna run like shit on current gen, and you know what? They are so clever because the reviews don't show it. The reviews have done really well, sales have done well, goodwill's built up, people are talking about it, and that the current gen versions could be absolutely shite. And it'll be one, it'll be interesting I'm to thinking, see if that's the case. Uh, so I was gonna say effect. I
3: think on the on the previous gen version, it's they just for them it's just reducing the quality of the assets reducing the the resolution overhaul like it's not going to be 4k it's not going to have ray tracing yeah. it's not going to have all of these options i think even the the 1x and the ps4 pro will have very diff, like very negligible differences compared to the base consoles i think they'll just get a workable version on both that looks good mm. enough cap that 30 done i don't yeah. think they're going to go like overboard with it I think they're just going to get rid of some of the, like the lighting. The lighting in this game is phenomenal, by the way, like across the board and it needs to be. Um, yeah, but the, Some of that stuff's going to get paid right down. Um, it's, it's going to work. It's going to work fine, but it is going to be locked dirty. Uh, it's yeah. Nintendo Switch so that I'm going to... It's, how How is that game going to run? <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, all, and and also remember, like when the one this this statement that I really just I can't stand when people say, like, the old hardware holds back the new hardware. All oh, you got to go back and see uh, on the 360. There was Forza Horizon 2 on there. There was Titanfall that was on the 360. There was Battlefield 4. There was uh, uh uh, Modern Warfare, well, it was Ghost. Uh, the uh, the call COD, Cod Ghost on there, and and every in every game that I just mentioned, when you looked at the game that came on the on the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four, they performed and had more enhancements than than the get than on their predecessors. So why are people still trying to make this notion like 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 that said like the games are going to for the people that's playing on the older hardware, it's going to be awful. But for for the games that's going to be made primarily for the new new gen or this, I say the current gen, they're going to be fine. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to we're going to see uh, the reason why we've invested into these consoles into these newer consoles.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying say goodbye to old gen because that split focus, death time and dedication is just is just holding things back. Next gen or current gen has been stored by a period of two years in my opinion. I've always hated cross gen. I hated it last gen. I despise <laughs> it this gen. Uh, and it's like it's like delayed my current general so hopefully we get away from that. Before we move on to the next topic, Acer, do you have anything to add on Returnal? I know you weren't a fan because you didn't think this was a roguelike game that was great compared to some of its contemporaries, but what's the PC
3: version?
1: Okay, Is it going to entice you? Um, no, I'm not going to play Returnal again. I have Returnal on the PlayStation. I very much like it mechanically. Like it feels really good to play, but I don't like the roguelike structure of it. So I'm not going to dip back in on the PC just to go through that again. um Each run just takes too long and gives you too little reward for going through it. So I get that people love that game and I can see why but I'm not going to play it. Um, the conversations that you just had there, so pro versions of the consoles and all of that stuff, we've obviously touched on mm-hmm. it a few times before. Um, my feeling, based on no particular insider information or anything like that, is that we won't see a PlayStation Pro. Uh, the the pro consoles, the previous set, so the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X, those were driven by by environment like, that I that mean like the climate or something like that. I mean, a lot of people had 4K TVs and the enhancement that those consoles uh-huh. brought was they were very specifically designed. It's a little bit different in the Xbox camp because they had they had their market position versus Sony to consider and their like power differential that they were very desperate to, to claw back. But Sony's was very specifically, people have got 4K TVs and we want to support them better. And that's the, the only reason that thing existed. It was a very conservative update. Uh, there is no equivalent at the moment. There is no like now people are embracing this new technology let's deliver Mm. a new system that can do that and the closest thing would be like like ray tracing or something like that but that's not that's out of the cost range entirely at the moment so i think the next playstation console will probably be the playstation 6 sometime down the line i actually don't necessarily think that xbox will follow the same path um i think xbox moved away from the they didn't really deliver it in the same way as a pro they've just shunted off of um, off of the track of generations in general. So if Xbox the wanted to release thing? new hardware, then they could, because it would work with the same games, so it would just be more powerful. So if they wanted to, they could do a four or five year update. I'm not saying they definitely will, but they're more likely to than Sony. Um, I think at okay. one point in time, that was the model that they were looking towards. But again, market conditions haven't necessarily played in that direction, and this has been a very slow start oh. to this generation. So I wouldn't say, like I'm not saying it's likely or anything like that the xbox will do it but i think they're more likely to than sony just because it fits their okay. their model better than Sony. sony aren't as good at the cross-generation thing or the generational migration as it were um what else did you talk about i don't know i got lost so that'll do I'm <laughs> uh, sure that i mean that was pretty much
0: it, it was, that, that was it and we were talking about that um pretty much returnal and mid-gen That's stuff enough. next topic redfall this game just very recently before we went on live arcane confirmed, that there will be no tethering in Red 4 multiplayer. You'll be able to play four-player open world wherever they like, and I thought wait, hold on, how do they manage that? That's pretty significant when Halo Infinite has a tether, which is pretty generous in my opinion, and Gotham Knights basically shat the bed because they didn't co-op, they designed this game and turned out to be a mess. Aces, you want to lead Like, that's pretty significant no? Is there, how do they manage this magic?
1: So I'm not I'm not well positioned to answer because I haven't looked at this article. I didn't know they said this, so it's not tethered. Did they mention that? Did they use this as justification for its online requirement? Because it would be no, decent justification for that. Co-op, yeah. well, co-op, no, just is for co-op is online by default doing. anyway. Are they are they implying that they are doing some server side hosting for for AI in the city and things like that, or are they just saying it doesn't doesn't need tethering?
0: No, the information is very very basic. I'll all come confirming there is no tethering, um, and I don't know what.
1: Uh, this is coming from i will say that i hope the world is still adequately dynamic because the the thing that makes it challenging more so is having like if you have if you don't have a server powering this thing then somebody's console is hosting that is hosting all of the ai is hosting all of the, the the dynamic geometry and scenery and things like that so i hope that they haven't had to compromise just to let people free roam
0: I was going to say, like, what's the dynamism there in the game world and physics and stuff? Like, is that pared down? Is it really... That's what... I mean, it doesn't look yet. The gameplay looked amazing. uh, But it's pretty impressive. I don't know if you want anything to add to that, gents. Yeah, I
3: mean, it's it's, obviously it's awesome to hear that it's untethered. Um, Again, how well that works, we'll see when we get to play it or how well it reviews and things like that, but um, I tend to ignore the reviews and things and just play it for myself and see what it's all about. the only mm-hmm. The only sticking point for me is that I am far more interested in in playing Jedi Survivor, which releases three or four days beforehand, than I am Redfall. Uh, um, and I'll be playing that until I finish it, and then then I'll jump into Redfall. <laughs> so, There's
2: um, too many I games.
3: Yeah, games. I can't wait for both of them, but I don't. I think having no tethering is awesome. I think the the benefit. I think Redfall will have as much as it's their biggest um, and mo- and most ambitious world that they've ever created. Um, I think the the world that they've created is probably smaller than that of Halo anyway. So I think in in mm. in terms of the 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 scale, in terms of how far away you can get in relation yeah. to the Halo world, is those, a bit different. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It could be that, yeah, the, the distance between the characters isn't that that it's going to compromise anything anyway and that it would just kick off. Again, We I don't know what they're doing in the background, as, as I mentioned, how dynamic the AI is going to be and things like that, whether or not they've, they've made use of Microsoft Azure cloud technology in order to power some of the AI stuff and the background stuff. I don't know. Um, if they have, that could resolve a lot of the issues there with with regards to kind of storing information or streaming information in which is what could be why it needs online for playing the game it I, could think, be I feel the like they would have effect.
0: said it been a bit a little bit more vocal or oh, that or they are just They haven't because the justification for the single-player online requirement hasn't really come out as such. So if that's the case, it might be going
3: into specifically on Microsoft side going forward, and this is a thing a lot of people probably have to get used to because, of course, we know the physical media people will hate it. (laughs) And And I understand they just want physical and they don't want to rely on the internet and things like that, but we're, we're, we are in a highly digital age now. yeah we, yeah we're going we're going to get to the point where the vast majority of thing is AI powered is going to be cloud powered. there's going to be a lot of that stuff going on and it's only going to get better the better the technology gets. Um, yeah. so they, they have these concerns based on today's technology, not on what it's going to be like in 10 years time. 15 yeah. years' time, which is exactly what the route Microsoft is taking. So when you're talking about the online requirement, I think that's because they're looking more to a future where The cloud processing for streaming assets in and things like that is going to alleviate a lot of the pressure from actually having the game running natively on the console, where it's constrained yeah. It's just a singular file lay. And a lot of the assets, like Microsoft Flight Sim, which has five to eight petabits of information stored in the cloud in order to stream in remotely, like there's a reason for that. You would never be able to get the entire planet in a one-to-one scale like you do in Flight Sim on a disk. It would never work. Yeah, It would be impossible. So going forward, in order to alleviate the pressures of these games, it's going to have to have cloud or Azure-powered technology. That's going to only... Not to say that people. that's the
0: case with Redfall, but that yeah. is the general strategy going forward. But on that point, though, Redfall was particularly <laughs> getting some heat yesterday. VGC pushed uh, published this uh, news, and I tweeted, I'm like, what's going on with game preservation? Because this single player online only environment, there was some news that, or not news, it was wrong, debunked, actually contributed by Bethesda's, they, they've made, acknowledged that. And they say there was unclear Redfall information shared on Bethesda customer support, which made people think that the physical version of the game didn't actually ship with any disks. And um, GameFlight came and changed that. Someone made a video on it, just like that. I'm like, mate, how did you make a video so quick? Was just, we know how they made a video quick. It's just reaction video and just spit on camera. Uh, but it didn't age well. Uh, but generally, I think the game preservation point is still important. And there are vocal, maybe perhaps a minority of people who still feel that's important. Phil Spencer did say, game preservation is a thing so like all of that sound bite a lot of people said well game preservation doesn't mean necessarily physical Acer. they say that digital game preservation is important as well what do you say to that
1: uh the Redford isn't offering that i so say game preservation is a complicated one phil spencer spoke a lot about it with regard to the back compat program and xbox do very very well with back compat and and mm-hmm. with um, bringing their old games forwards for people to play on the xbox system uh the people that want true game preservation, and I don't particularly count myself among them um the people that want real game preservation want to know that they'll be able to play these games if Microsoft leaves the planet, and Redfall is not one of those games and it's yeah. it's like I understand that perspective, I understand the people that want that, and there are there are a lot of people very dedicated to it who are building like big archives of roMs so that you can always play these these pieces of art that were delivered unto the world from passionate people. And I get that, I I understand the appeal. For me, I've always said that game preservation is not, I don't particularly care, it takes a backseat to innovation. So if you're making a game that requires an online connection because you are using that online connection to do something to make that game better, I will always be in favor of that. If you are doing it because you want control over distribution of that game, for some reason like if you do not have a legitimate reason that benefits me as a player then no you should you should be focused on game preservation especially if you've come out publicly and said that it's important to you um redfall yeah. and the whole disc issue it's is just still unclear by the way and um, there's still there's still misinformation going around on that one um redfall was like it's already got its online requirement so the disc thing is almost moot apart from resale value that's the only the only thing that comes into play for the having a disc or not having a disc um Mm -hmm. and i say there's still misinformation in the air because the latest like the clarified information that i've seen is that it is a disc and the disc unlocks the game on xbox and pc like the play anywhere code that Mm. that's not practical like there's there's a there's a logical step missing they have not got a disc that you can activate a code, and then because then what do you do with the disc? You sell it, and somebody else activates it, and you sell it to someone else. Again, for like giving people this game by letting the disc pass around. Like there's, yeah, there's, there's something say, missing. Come, a, <laughs> a little
3: bit of mis- not misinformation, but a misunderstanding going around. Mm. I think they rel- they relate to the the code that unlocks the the bonus edition, the higher up edition and all the stuff that comes with that. So you get the disc that has the original game on, and the code that they give you is for the additional content that comes with it. I think that is the -hmm. thing that people are still sticking on. So, of course, the content is a code. So the the deluxe edition or whatever it is, that, that is a code. But the game in itself is a disc. And as mentioned, of course, PC There isn't a disc for PC. (laughs) There Mm. there is zero disc for PC because, of course, who has a CD-ROM in their PC these days? Like, no gaming laptops contain them anymore. Like, very few people buy CD-ROMs or DVD-ROMs for for PC these days, or Blu-ray players for PC. It's it's pretty much all digital media there now. I think everybody can pretty much guarantee that on Mm -hmm. PC, it's pretty much all digital media right. so there's no requirement for it there which is why there's no kind of backlash with pc players <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've
0: been digital true. for a long
3: time they've been digital for ages yeah yeah here's um, the future i
0: feel like it's not gonna there's a lot of like points on that a lot of his console fan hating i just feel yeah. like the sound bites need to be like reined in a bit but it really practically makes a difference i'm with uh, with all you gents i see presumably as well k mega and yeah a, no
2: i i totally agree i think it's 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 uh it's uh, it's it's ridiculous when people, they, they don't own a CD player, they don't own an A track and then they listen to their music through Amazon or Spotify. Yeah. which is Right. Right. Which to me is kind of like, well, if you care about preservation on, on, on digital, uh, on, you know, on uh, physical copies, then you should have physical copies on everything, but that that's not the case. And so I think it's kind of like a, just some crazy, like, Conquer war politics from some people. I know that yeah, there's some people that like, really, actually, are genuinely care about it, you know, and they buy physical uh, copies. But I mean, what is a physical disc these days? I mean, they're 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 nothing. They shut they shut that game down to where the, you can't play it online. Uh, then it's nothing but a coaster. So yeah. so so I can understand for, and that's why I I definitely support emulation things like that, but. Going forward, I'm I'm with Asa on this one. Like, I mean, I I want to see more innovation. I want to see where they can t- where they can take gaming. Hundred uh, percent. B- before I die, you know what I mean. So yeah, that, you know, I, I've yeah. I've been there, done that with with eight. That's why I kind of get sick of seeing eight bit games because I've been there, done that. I want to see more. I want to see games be pumped uh, pumped out, look the best that they can, all that. But uh, Redfall is one of those games for me that is that wasn't on my radar so much. But the more and more I see it, the more and more I hear about it, the more I'm like, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, and 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 on top of that, I've been playing a lot of single player games here lately, so it's time for me to get back onto my multiplayer games anyway. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Redfall. Oh,
3: and, okay, yeah, and, and Jedi Survivor me.
2: too. But yeah, I'm gonna play Redfall that too.
3: That <laughs> yeah,
0: I think a lot of people will, and I, I do agree with you. Um, the, mm-hmm. the advent of tech and Dutch, like you're mentioning, AI. and Microsoft are investing heavily in AI mm-hmm. for a reason. The world is heading that way. That will. That's how we will realize um, the the true vision of of, of games, AI, which is, we all have talked about how woefully underdeveloped it is in gaming. Cloud will change that, despite the power of the cloud curse being hanging over the the console space because of Crackdown, but we'll see. (laughs) Next topic, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, Source. (gasps) This one was uh, doing the rounds uh, like Wildfire and media's reporting on it and it's pretty saucy because apparently phil spencer and xbox lied they are liars and you should never trust them and all kinds of stuff like uh it was uh pretty bad by the way before i do that you thank you for me for the super chat or oh, super chat whatever happy happy go live day misses. i've assume that means bitches but yeah thank you and daddy thank you again with the five dollars because the last time i bought a physical game was when i had a ps5 the reason was the one and done problem with ps5 games uh source daddy source uh but fine fair enough but this one xbox game pass cannibalizes sales and microsoft in this regulatory beef Things are getting really spicy. They said eight months ago it's going to go look like it's going to fail. Then it's not going to fail. Then it's going to go up. And then all the dirty laundry is coming out. And Microsoft seemingly, gents, is putting its foot in its mouth because it said something before that. I will read out the quotes microsoft submitted that its internal analysis showed a redacted percentage decline in base game sales 12 months following their addition on game pass this runs counter to claims from phil spencer that he made in 2018 and where he said the opposite he said game pass boosts sales rather than undermines them. And this is what Phil Spencer's quote is. Dutch, I see you don't. I want to call here. Get ready, bro. I want to hear your points on this. Because one thing, this is is what he said. When you put a game like Forza Horizon 4 on Game Pass, you instantly have more players for the game, which is actually leading to more sales of the game, Spencer said. You say... Well, isn't everyone just going to subscribe for ten dollars and play this thing? No, gamers find things to play based on what everybody else is playing. And elsewhere in the CMA's report, Dutch came is... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, you gotta get look at look at look look at Dutch's energy, man. Unless you're gonna come, if you're gonna come as hot as he, he's ready. But <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna say. Uh, yeah. But CMA's report also says. It also says. That Activision, the company they're looking to buy, took a dim view itself on putting games on the subscription service, saying it severely cannibalizes buy-to-play sales, particularly in the case of newer releases. Uh, Eurogamer did reach out to Microsoft and they gave some complete fluff answer that didn't really seem to even tackle the question. I was like, What well, did you know what they asked? But touch what is going on is it the end of game pass is it cannibalizing cells activision don't want their games on game pass microsoft is forcing them what is going on what's colin moriarty right wingardium leviosa go for it
3: my <laughs> <laughs> God, you never Um, First of all, I agree in that fluff piece that Microsoft released was absolutely weird. It just had absolutely no. It wasn't anything to do with the question that was asked. <laughs> yeah. Like, it had nothing. It was just like Game Pass provides places to what? Well, like, shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what <laughs> what I'm looking about? at it now. It's and it's just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Can I just quickly nonsense. read it? We focus yeah. on helping game creators of all sizes maximize the financial value through Game Pass. Each game is unique, so we'll work closely with creators to build a custom program. Blah, blah, blah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but anyway,
3: go for it. Yeah. yeah, aside from that weird response to the question, um, no, the original article was written in a method that was uh was leading people to intentionally mis- misinterpret it. Um, the they are two entirely different phrases from entirely different parts of the, the CMA report that were not interlinked. So you had a phrase from Phil Spencer that said that game de- game sales declined following 12 months on from being on game pass. So if a game is on game pass for 12 months, left the service because they don't stay on there for longer than 12 months, game sales then decline. That would suggest that game sales are actually much higher whilst being in the service than they are off the service. Not what Mm, they're trying to
2: allude to. right there.
3: That the game in itself has a decline whilst on Game Pass. That's not what it's saying. They said there is a redacted amount of analysis that shows that the games following 12 months on Game Pass show a decline. They then have a separate statement from further on in the CMA's report that states that Activision's uh, interpretation of where the market is is that the game sales of games that are in any subscription service, not just it does say sub services, doesn't multi-game just say gamer. service. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, any multi-game service would be cannibalised, and that was their perspective. That was severely
0: cannibalised.
3: Yeah, that was their perspective on what the market would be. But we have to say, when have we seen Activision's games, date and date in any service
0: so you're saying they don't know what they're talking about because they haven't had
3: actually experience they, they it. don't have the fit they didn't when they made these assumptions when they made these perspectives and everyone's the right to have these perspectives if they haven't had something in the in the service in order to test the theory out whether it be big or small and mm-hmm. we've seen specifically from indie devs and slightly larger devs with the likes of dirt five etc that have went into game pass. They've noticed a sales boost being in Game Pass as opposed to separate. And that boils down to the fact that people know, specifically from third party front, that these games are never staying in the service forever. They know that. So when they enjoy a game, they want to buy that game anyway because they want to keep hold of it. I think that is a it's a different but mentality what about Activision? to have. I'm exactly the same. After the deal. Yeah. What and about I think after the, after the deal. Activision, after the deal, I think they they don't have to concern themselves with that because it's not their money they're losing.
0: Right. As <laughs> so Microsoft loses the money, it's fine. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's Microsoft's pocket at the end of the day. Like once so they've been sustainable... bought, Activision do What's not have to happen? worry about the financial side. That's mm. not a problem right now. I completely understand as to why originally that statement was, and this was alluding to the fact that when Microsoft was talking to Activision and had those things, that's why Microsoft came out with that statement saying we spoke to Activision and their perspective on this industry was that they believed game sales, uh, customer to, to, sorry, the... the Buy-to-play sales. Yeah, the player sales would be severely cannibalized by going on any multi-game subscription service. And that was their perspective when they originally spoke to Activision. That Microsoft come out with that statement talking about what Activision's perspective was on subscription services, and that's that's a fair, pers- like it's a fair point yeah, to have yeah. for anybody. Absolutely, anyone's going to have that concern, but it, it, then it's like I mentioned this. It's countered by the likes of Sega, who are supremely happy with how game sales have worked and player engagement has been since all of their games have went on the service, which is why they've continued to implement it. We've had multiple indie devs and and distribution companies put multiple indie games on there because they notice a massive increase, four to eight times increase in sales, and player um, players as well on, on their games substantially increase just being in Game Pass. Now, you don't expect any game outside of a few outliers, i.e. Call of Duty, uh, Minecraft, GTA, which still sells millions every month for some reason. I don't know why. I don't think anybody will <laughs> understand. Yeah. But outside of those... Traditional game sales will naturally drop off after 12 months anyway. Like, I don't know any game that's going to continue to sell an increase in sales beyond in the initial 12 months. By that point, of course, it's going to have a natural decline. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to drop off. So, I think it's a bit of a weird. It was a weird one to see, but then it was even it was even more funny in my opinion to see people look at this article and say Microsoft says that it severely cannibalizes. Microsoft did not say anything. Microsoft Yeah, did not it was say ABK. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but even then, Microsoft did not say themselves that Game Pass or subservices cannibalize sales. They didn't say yeah. that, but everybody ran with that, which is just, this is when reading comprehension comes into play. A Eurogamer
0: did it, Dodge, and everyone did, did, it.
3: did it. They did it again. They did it again today with another article. They intentionally yes. misread, and we, you know that because this is the I'm going to come into up. that. Yeah. I'm
0: coming to that.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to bring that up now because we'll get to that. But they've Before done it again today. with an article. <laughs> and they're, they're doing it game again. Game. Of course they're going to do it. You know why they're going to do it? Because clicks. Because unlike the likes of Season Gaming, unlike the likes of your, your uh, awesome website, you don't have advertisements on there. You don't have a, a, a funding... Mon- uh, monetarily wise where every click matters these, these guys are doing this because it's going to That's get we need more ads yeah. so <laughs> um, yeah. the more controversy the better when you put misleading things and they know what they did because it, they they did stipulate it was two separate phrases further on in the report Microsoft Microsoft said that Activision's perspective was but people didn't read that <laughs> people didn't read the article People read mm. what they wanted to read, which was that yeah. Microsoft thinks it cannibalizes sales.
0: Yeah. To be honest, I knew all of this, but I didn't say anything on social media because I wanted you to be difficult. But Acer, hopefully, has yes. a counter to that before I go up to UK because I want to use <laughs>
3: to talk to you <laughs> about something else.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um I- <laughs> Yeah, of course it does to a degree. Like, So Game Pass, there are going to be really good examples where it's used as a very effective marketing tool. So where what Microsoft are getting at when they talk about like people want to play what people are playing and Game Pass is a very effective tool for that. So there are certain games that land on Game Pass that would be, they would have a very small marketing presence. People wouldn't really necessarily be aware of these games if they weren't on that subscription service. And these kind of things benefit from word of mouth and they sell across other platforms. And we've heard many examples of this happening. At the same time... It is absolutely common sense that less people are going to buy a game if they've got access to it on a subscription service. And that is is—it's not... You only have to look at what every major publisher is doing to be able to appreciate that this is happening. Like, If if going on a subscription service did not reduce the amount of sales of your game, everybody would do it. It would just be common sense. There would be no downside to it. But I'm sitting here right now, right? Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivors, whatever it's called, is coming out soon. Dead Space just came out. I would have bought both of those games, but I've got them on a subscription service. I'm not going to buy them. And that's very anecdotal. I am one person. And there are people out there that will say like, personally, I play games on Game Pass. And if I like them, I go and buy them. You are the minority if you do that. Most people just want the experience. They just want to go and play that game. And again, touching on the whole game preservation thing, like ownership as a concept is a weird one. Some people care about it. Some people don't. As I say, I'm not particularly into that. I don't really care. I just want the experience. I want to go and play the games. There are a lot of people yeah. like me. So there's there's two sides to it. There are certain games that benefit massively because it is a marketing boost. Game Pass is a marketing boost and those games will sell more than they would have if they were not on the service. But some games don't yeah. need a marketing boost and those games will be cannibalizing their own sales because of course they will. People know about them already and they're no longer going to buy them because they are on a service. The other side of it, yeah. and this wasn't touched on in the article in the by the CMA or whoever's been reporting on it, is Xbox as an ecosystem has many games that are not on Game Pass. And they have to be looking as a platform holder. They have to be looking at sales across the board, games that are in and games that are not in, to see if the existence of this service, if giving people four hundred games to play, is influencing their buying habits outside of that service. Because there yeah. is a very good chance that it is. So you just look at like game sales charts whenever they are released, and Xbox is just a, it's a ghost. It's not there, and there are less Xboxes out than there are Playstations and Nintendo systems. But you do have to question whether Game Pass is is a factor. In that equation.
0: So you're generally saying Euro game is wrong and they suck. Okay.
1: I hate everyone. So yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> okay, Mega. Do you have anything yes, to sir. add to that? Because this one, they, Absolutely. the uh, horde, shall we call them, have really sunk their teeth into.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was I was looking at the, the the chat when it first came out and they were boy, they were they were extra messy with it. But um, <laughs> this is the thing about, uh, you know, I mean, Dutch and, and Asia, but mostly Dutch when he was just breaking it down. I'm not going to just say some of the same things that he said. But, uh, you know, Game Pass is the ultimate hype, man. Uh, it, it, and if you don't think that it is, think about uh, a game like Gundam Alliance. That came out uh, in uh, in uh, September. I bought that game day one, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, if that and usually when it comes to Japanese games, they don't they don't uh, they don't they're they're real stickular about dropping their price point, and also you know they, they've it, it's been kind of still here recently. They they haven't really put those games out on uh, Game Pass. Well, that game is on Game Pass today. Soul Hackers Three, another game that I went and I bought day one. That game is in Game Pass. The point I'm making is that if these games and and when, you know, the first thing that, you know, you see what I call them stands, the PlayStation uh, community that just always likes to talk about numbers and stuff like that. They always want to talk about the sales numbers, things like that. And Game Pass is failing and dying and stuff like that. But if they did, if if, if Namco and also um, Atlas didn't think that Game Pass was viable, they wouldn't have put those games in Game Pass in the first place. If they thought that those games, that their sales would be cannibalized. No, yeah. it's the Game Pass is the hype man. That's It's going to try to garner some attention because a lot of things like when I was showing the gameplay to those games. Oh, man, that game looks kind of cool, but I don't know if I want to pay that 60 bucks. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's that's just the one thing about it. It's like. And, and I'm one of those people that buy games, even though I know that those games are going to still remain on game pass, like uh high five rush after I beat that game. I'm like, Oh yeah. I, I, just for the support of how great that game was. I had to cop. I had to sit there and show support by spending money. Now on the opposite end, you got all these other games that's going to be coming up here on, um, on game pass here in the next week or so next two weeks. And There was a game that uh, that I was really anticipating and and, and was excited about, which was Wanted Dead. Right. Well, if I had to buy Atomic Heart, I had to buy um, uh, uh, Wulong uh, and then uh, uh, Jedi Survivors right around the corner. uh, And then there's Hogwarts or whatever. And then you got uh, Most Wanted. Which game is going to get left out? Quite a few of them. You probably might be maybe Bob two at the max. Yeah. So that that's the thing for me, the benefit of what Game Pass has done. And also, if those games are already on Game Pass and if people love them and they still have continuous content, I mean, continuous content to go forward. And that is at that 12 months, at the end of that 12 months. And they're about to and you see that that little uh, notification that comes on your Xbox that says leaving soon. What is a lot of people going to do if they really enjoy that game? They're going to buy it. So that's why I just I I knew that that was a clickbait article from the get because every game depreciate. I mean, you got a game like God of War Ragnarok is that was the second uh, that was behind uh, uh, the game of the year. Like there's there's some people that thought that that was the game of the year. And that game is depreciated enough to where it's forty five dollars now. So which Mm -hmm. is it? So is it that the game – and it's not even been 12 months. So what is it? Are you trying to say that God of War is, is – you know, God of God of War is, is now an insufficient game because of the fact that it's dropped its price or just the reality that all games depreciate after that two to three-month period? That's mm-hmm. the reality of it. And I think when people keep on continuing to try to downplay Game Pass – the more and more you see all of these publishers that's throwing games into Game Pass, and it's not like the filler now, we having big time titles coming on to the to the service. So either it's people just need to look and see what's right in front of them or just keep on believing into the bullshit. Cause I think you know what I'm saying, because either way, I mean I'm gonna look and see what's right in front of me, and I see Game Pass thriving at this point. And if Game Pass wasn't thriving, nobody would really invest these big publishers, especially for the ones that's not under Xbox's umbrella would Absolutely. not fall up under uh fall, follow suit and want to have their games be a part of the hype service.
0: Very well said. And, <clears throat> and it's true. Uh, we, had, we had the back and forth on Twitter. Someone was yeah. talking about completion rates of games. That was something that was a uh, counter to the game pass, even though the, the sender's developer they were using as an example, literally it's, shot that publishing outfit to massive success hired loads of people they got money up front gamers are playing more games it's in this climate when you things are so expensive we're basically in a recession why are people focusing so much on the financial viability model of this when there's no way we could realistically what getting the time alone to play the game is that bad enough the money to pay $74, and you're right, Atomic Heart is not a small game, nor no. is Stalker 2. Stalker no. 2 is not a tiny game. You can say that lies of P. You're paying on PlayStation. You're going to be paying, what, full price for these games that you Xbox guys will not play. And if you still, because you're a PlayStation fan, try to attack it on that basis, even if you think it's uh, not, uh what's it called? MLB, still continues
3: to go in there. It's sustainable,
0: yeah, MLB is a full price game. PlayStation guys are paying for that full price Sony game on Xbox's Game Pass. They're not paying anything extra. If it's I unsustainable... Think what I will add to
3: the here, Gaz, guys, and this is for the developer front as well. I think developers that don't notice a benefit financially going forward isn't because Game Pass isn't helping them, it's because their games aren't interesting enough to keep people engaged. And a lot of developers yeah. need to know that. It's not everybody's yeah. going to grab everybody, but if you're Absolutely. really engaged in a game, yep. then you will notice the side effects of Game Pass because, again, it's it's the hype man mentality. It's in there. It gets people in. You think, I love this game. Like, oh, I always buy Forza Horizons Ultimate Edition, regardless of whether or not it's in Game Pass because I just love Forza Horizon. Same. Same. I always look forward to it, everything that comes with it, so I always buy that regardless. Yeah. But if I try a game on Game Pass and I thoroughly enjoy it, I will buy it. Like, again, mentioned Dr. Pass Traveller. I already was buying that game before it came to Game Pass. I already had it on Nintendo Switch before it came to Game Pass. And it's not to say that every game will come to Game Pass because it depends on what other rival platforms decide to pay that particular company for the game, whether or not they decide to pay them more to keep it on their platform or otherwise have an exclusivity should we say Now you're not going to have an exclusivity against nintendo because nintendo isn't a competitor nintendo is an entirely separate uh, and it sounds like it's it's harsh to say that but they're not they're a hybrid system that doesn't come near the others but developers on the developer front if your game's good enough if it's enjoyable if it keeps people engaged, then you will see a benefit from Game Pass and you will see those positive side effects. If your game What about isn't-
0: this point then, uh, Dutch, about uh, Albert G says, Game Pass, uh, it's it's about cannibalizing sales and Game Pass does that based on the lack of ex- Xbox exclusives, not showing up on the NPD for some reason. Well, I, I don't know why that's a thing, but maybe is it yeah. cannibalizing it to the point where they don't even appear on NPD? Uh Can we think of any examples? Good. I don't think Hi-Fi Rush is a good example because that's it a good guy's as he tries to figure high out high games rush, from
3: Xbox. So- oh, oh, I was say, for yeah, games. What
2: was there? <laughs> yeah, there. I
0: mean, Xbox and Xbox <laughs> had no games last twenty
2: twenty two. d yeah, shade d- tree, this be tripping me out, man. <laughs>
3: God, like High Five Rush outsold for spoken more than two to one over its opening week.
2: Absolutely,
3: it's yeah. But even it's, then... It's uh, outdoing
2: Returnal right now. That's why Returnal dropped in price on PC. Returnal, yeah. And
3: and for Spoken's now $30. Like, these are games, you can't just say, oh, well, they haven't got any NPDs X, Y, and Z. Like, they didn't mention the fact that Sea of Thieves has broken the top 10 NPD this month. It like, did? Th- have they mentioned that? Yeah. It's in the top 10. Oh, wow. That's gone. a lot of sea legs. Across yeah. Europe. And this is a game that's been out for years, but it's in the NPD. Top 10 NPD across Europe. So if they want to talk about NPD, we will. Not that it bothers me. Like, it doesn't bother me. But it certainly doesn't cannibalize sales. When you're talking about cannibalizing sales, you're also in a market where you've got the likes of Hogwarts, which is outselling Elden Ring, which did 20 million in two weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This is a market where there's so many games coming out now across the market. That the MPD is going to be notoriously hard to break speculative, into. Speculative,
1: speculative question then: yeah. If Hogwarts Legacy had released day one on PlayStation Plus, would it have sold more or less copies?
3: I think it would have sold equally amounts of, of yeah. copies.
2: I think it would have sold anyway. Just because
3: damage. The thing yeah. is, they, and especially this, like even I've spoken to PlayStation only players, and none of them were aware of the difference between playstation plus essential extra or premium they didn't know any of that and i said well listen but like you were going to go out and buy spider-man on for like 20 dollars pre-owned you can get an entire subscription service get spider-man and miles morales in it for 10 pounds and a mountain of other games on playstation like you could do that
0: oh i did That's that recently didn't i living. i
3: bought i bought That's another game i didn't and realize on real... what was it yeah <laughs> But instead instead of going to like CEX and getting a game pre-owned for ten dollars, which PlayStation or NPD doesn't say a single dime for, not a single thing. Yeah. And then it goes into a subservice where you're paying ten dollars a month, that's actually profit for Playstation as opposed to the reseller, which Playstation get no profit from. So of course, like, there's going to be cases on both sides where people aren't aware of the subservices on both PlayStation or Xbox. And I don't think Hogwarts would have been damaged at all because I don't think the vast majority of the people who bought Hogwarts are actually hardcore players. People that bought Hogwarts are huge Potter fans, which is why it's yeah. selling so well. That thing would have sold like hotcakes regardless because none of these people know what Xbox Game Pass is or PlayStation Plus is. So- it would have
0: sold less, but not anything I, like I don't think it significant
2: yeah no i don't I, I agree with that another point too i, I was i'm was reading some what. uh what uh a uh, broken game said in the chat which is kind of funny man he said BG. Uh, shout out BG. <laughs> uh, yeah shout out to bg uh he said uh basically that uh Saving saving money on games shouldn't be a priority. Then I, that's 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 rich coming from somebody who gets super chats and, and 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 content money. You know what I mean? But when you are working check to check and you ain't doing content creating and things like that, I would I would see I would want to see if anybody would risk it all by not buying a game on discount.
0: Uh, that I don't that don't make any pride. sense.
2: Yeah, go okay, read it, be, uh, I'll read this It says, "I just
0: feel Xbox guys are hyper focused on price more than the value coming from quality. They are more excited yeah. about saving money more than actual games. Saving money is cool, but shouldn't be priority." Um and
3: Whoa. I mean, if, I mean... <laughs> if, you, if you look after your money then saving money is priority yeah that's that's the whole it's an adult life thing right. Like if you, right if you're an adult you should be looking at areas to manage your money better not yeah. not just spend it for the sake of spending it if you can get the same thing and it's costing you far less then of course you're going
2: to save, save money, that money because it, then you can DR2, use that money <laughs> right. see, see, this is this, this the thing that crack, cracks me up when people say things like this in the gaming space and make it sound like it's cool, but it doesn't make any sense in the real world. So if you, so you don't save money, you don't have money in the bank, you're not, you're not doing stocks, you're not, you're not over here uh, saving up for kids, uh, for, for your kids for maybe their birthday or if you, if you're well off enough to where you could give, uh, uh, have money saved for the college uh, or things like, or if you want to have a trip with your wife or things like that. If you're basically just saying oh it's right here and there I get paid let's go hit a trip let's go do that that's not the real world bro so how is it that and if that was the real world in in gaming then there wouldn't be discounts in gaming and, and there wouldn't be digital sales like every two or three months you know what I mean so like I I just don't understand that quality I mean if you try to tell me that high rise ru- high rise rush is not quality or even go back to um uh just you know anything anything I mean cuz cuz it's to me it's all about how that individual feels about certain games but to me high rise rush regardless because of the way it looks graphically I would put that game up to anything that's out right now uh except for maybe Hogwarts because Hogwarts looks thinking. absolutely yeah so you you were hating on the
0: Hi-Fi Rush and said it only had four reviews and now it's got 40 plus and it's still at 88, yeah. 8, 8, 8, yeah. like, Come yeah, that's, on.
3: PG. That's another game I finished and bought. Like I loved that game so much I bought it. After I mean, I that's a bit it, of
0: uh, that, that's a niche. I don't think many people did that. Yeah, Admirable that you did a, to support. Death, I know but.
3: there's a lot of people on on that front as well. Like, uh, especially when I've seen, if you have a look at the comment sections on on a lot of these things as well, it's, some people say, "Listen, like, I absolutely love this game, and I had to, I had to give you additional support and and actually buy it because I loved it that much." And yes, it yeah. is. It's of course, it's it's not the the majority of people doing that, but there are people that are doing that. Um, yeah. But again, there's a, there's a lot of times, and we've all we've all been victim of this. ASA has, Gaz has, I have, K has, where we've had those pre-orders, we've got them day one, and it's been absolutely shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it
3: happens. Yeah. It happens. So of course, and this is over a number of years. Like I've been, as as many of us have now, we've been gaming since original console games came out and beforehand so we've had enough of these burns to date to know where to invest our money properly and when to just take a step back and say well try it first if it's great then I'll invest if it's not then no no harm no worry but there's there's got to be a, it's not just a focus on finances which is what these people are focusing on but if you're, if you're actually smart with your money then you're not going to just jump the gun and buy everything outright because it could be terrible
0: yeah, BG, I kind of get like <laughs> you're the focus on quality thing, but, but well, it's not fair that you're not here on the panel to defend yourself. So I, I don't want to, but I will read your chats if you do come at the counter. That's, that, that's true, adding.
2: too. That's true, too. Yeah, shout out to BG. You know, though.
0: Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, mad yeah. respect
2: for him. and love his oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, same, same, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah um his panel's crazy uh he's just danny he, he passion- just
2: on some bullshit right now that's all i'm just saying with <laughs> that, <was> that comment
0: <laughs> oh god i've got mad love for him uh danny passion yeah. official thank you so much for the two dollar super. because like saying it's like saying free to play games won't sell copies and then he says i can't wait to carnivalize oh keep my assuming cannibalize a At- atomic Heart next week BG, come on, man. Are you saying Lies of P is like not quality game or Atomic Heart doesn't look like it has quality or Stalker 2 doesn't look like it has quality? Oh, whoa, long. Someone is playing that right now. Do you think that's not going to have quality? Uh, or even Forza or, I mean, the first parties. Like, the quality is there. Like, it's hard to make that argument um, because we're focusing on value. The value is gleaned from the experience. And I like that. It's changing the narrative. Higher Life sat on a crap-ish Metacritic, and I loved it. I loved it. I played Higher Life. This is me. I played Higher Life more than I did God of War, maybe. But it's like it's changing the paradigm as well, and it's boosting up indies. What it's doing, and that point when you made me, it was making me think, indies don't get that fair share. Now more than ever they are almost almost getting a level playing oh well i say quite quite strongly and that's why i just can't see as a bad thing if microsoft shits the bed a game pass isn't sustainable they walk away from the deal then that, that happens why is your attitude not let's just rinse this service now save the money now play all the games and if they fuck it up at least we got to save a lot of money because everyone here i'm sure has saved quite a lot of money on prospective purchases that i wouldn't have been able to play scorn which i still refuse to delete which is a game i wouldn't have probably bought but I have experienced it on Game Pass thanks to Game Pass. I've experienced so many games on Game Pass. you think about Vampire Survivors? Or There's a trillion games like that. That's why I find it weird to hate on Game Pass on that point, unless you say the quality is dwindled when it's not. But well, be we'll really, about, really, like, uh,
1: this, should, this should be obvious, but these things aren't always obvious. When I was saying the things that I said about potentially cannibalizing sales of certain games, boosting other ones, please don't take that as a criticism of Game Pass. <laughs> oh, excuse me like as a criticism of game pass from my perspective as a consumer like yeah give me all them games on the subservice i love i love all the subservices i'm a junkie for it and i will play everything so i i'm not yeah coming at it from a negative no, I... perspective trying to say like oh, game pass sucks the games are selling less like that's fine by me like everyone's getting paid and i'm playing Absolutely. games and i'm fine <laughs> yeah
0: chat something messy uh to BG there. Uh K Asante, <laughs> thank you for the five dollar super chat. I might be late to the party, but is that my man K Mega looking so swell
2: salute <laughs> to you, brother? <laughs> my <laughs> man, K Asante, man. Good guy. Good <laughs> brother, man. Good
0: brother. Shout out to him. Yeah, always the name. the him and uh, uh, he says in 2021, Game Pass put seven thousand dollars worth of games on the service. It's a, it's an eye-watering amount. I personally saved so much. I didn't Actually, I said I didn't buy Halo Infinite, but I paid hundred dollars on the hundred pounds for this stupid microtransactions shit. Waste of money, just like Apex was. Tom ninety nine, thank you for the five pound super supercharge. It's almost like core gamers will pay for a great game, even if it's on Game Pass. Casuals who only play a few will still pay one hundred thirty pounds per year for access. Absolutely, they will. It's in bringing in audiences that wouldn't necessarily even experience your game, and then of the avenue of them onwardly introducing them to games they would play. Hi-Fi Rush is a beat rhythm action game, man. Like, can we consider the genre of that? It's pretty niche. It sits there with the parappa, the rappers, and and are we expecting that to be sell madly? That had no marketing, because it shadow dropped, even though it existed until it dropped. Like, it's a bit weird. And then you've got Forza that does sell, or oh, Dirt 5 that does sell, or Descenders, I said, their sales went through. And like, when are we going to stop stop
3: that. I don't know.
0: Uh, well, it's good I to have that I think, discussion. I
3: think ultimately ultimately, what I will say is, of course, and everybody knows this, devs, first of all all devs get a very fair chunk of money when they join the service in the first place. So they haven't lost anything. More than the, anything normal. that they get additionally after Game Pass is a bonus because they've already mm. made their money. Specifically what Microsoft tend to do especially with some of the larger ones is pay for a large chunk of the development cost of whatever that game is in order to get on the service. So they've already pretty much covered their development cost, which is what the first hurdle for every yeah. game to do, is to make their money back. Once they've made their money back, then they start making money. So that's yeah. where Game Pass comes into play. Microsoft pays a big chunk, which covers a lot of the development cost, for a lot of these games, indies or otherwise, so that when they do come onto Game Pass, any of those additional sales are then additional sales. They are profit. They aren't just yeah. trying to make up the rounds. That is a side that people don't think quite understand. Additionally, though, it, I, I also agree that indies are going to benefit from a subservice far more than any big AAA game. Absolutely, will ever. absolutely.
0: I'm talking to a big, well, an indie developer in the background right now, um, whose game is quite big, very successful, and it's coming to Xbox soon. You can guess what that is based on what I've just told you. And he's he actually reached out to me, uh, and he said, "Look, what's he said? What's this nonsense about cannibalizing game sales? Because I think I'm not going to mention who it is. They've got an offer from Xbox." Um, um, pending uh to come get on game pass it's a big game like a big indie game i think big indie game seems like a um a contradiction but it, no it's not it, it is going to be quite big um he says he had that concern he reached out to me i don't know why i don't know why me of all people i'm gonna give him this just do it <laughs> but i have i walked him through like this to say why do you think that is just isn't it simply weighing up how much you're going to get paid up front which let's be honest with you, they paid that cookout game like 400 grand or a half a million or something stupid for that game. And this game in way more scope, and it's multiplayer, and it has a scope for that. It, I was and he's just WhatsApping me. He goes, Look, like, I don't get it. He goes, I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have a meeting with the team. But uh, we saw this, it was a bit concerning. This is dev reading the stuff on the news, and like he reached out to me. Like, yeah, build a report on we what's happening, but it's like Um, He goes, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand why you'd think that. Um, So it's a bit of a strange one, but the the sentiment is starting to maybe perhaps get traction for the wrong reasons, because uh, Dutch, you quite succinctly put perspective on what actually the statement from Eurogamer was. A huggy canny with a $10 super chat goes, it's all relevant as games don't go to Game Pass for free. The pubs are paid based on their terms. Game Pass makes $2.9 billion a year, according to Microsoft. Microsoft make, Xbox makes enough on Game Pass to pay their own teams plus add third party games. Um and I don't know how they would qualify Huggy, you know, all the DLC content that comes into it, because that's not directly linked to it, but it's an organic part oh, of that, the revenue that's generation. Part
3: of it. That's part of it. That's where they Is it part they, of it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They track
0: that somehow?
3: Oh, okay. So you know it's it's they can track it because they know people who play the game in Game Pass that don't buy the base game but buy the DLC. Mm-hmm. They know that's a knock-on effect. They know that's absolutely oh. interesting with Game Pass. So that is a byproduct of Game Pass or being in the service. So it is yeah. where the profit is made, and that's what the, the model is always about for the first-party titles, specifically those that are going to have DLCs, add-ons, mm-hmm. deluxe editions, etc. We saw that with Forza Horizon, of course. Everyone went out... <laughs> Everyone, despite of being in Game Pass, everyone went out and bought that little deluxe edition add-on that was like 30 quid just to play the game of like four days early, five days early. Yeah, And that game, that game just went rapid. And that is exactly the kind of stuff Microsoft like to see because those little bits of DLC. That's, that's where the profit comes from. Yeah. Darling, like shut up. From. So <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's absolutely trackable. It's uh, on Microsoft side. It's absolutely trackable. And that's, again the perfect thing for multiplayers any multiplayer games are going to to game pass because of their dlcs etc if that game remains there they're they're not bothered about the base game if they can sell load if their game's good enough as a multiplayer offering or, or a service that has dlc elements and they're going to get enough of a foothold and enough of users to start creating this mtx stuff or this dlc money that's where they're making Fortune, yeah, from. which is like it's a lot of people's biggest
1: concern it. with Game Pass is that that's the direction that gaming goes, though. So, that's not necessarily a good thing for us.
3: <laughs> it's not, no, it's not always, it's not all of them, mm. of course. I understand, mm. the areas I understand what you're saying. It's not always, um, it's not always going to be like that, of course, because there's got to be a lot of single player games in there. Um, But Microsoft
0: um, can manage that and enable the creation or development of single-player games because they know, they recognize that you need those single-player games as well. So Microsoft First Party-wise will support that. But absolutely, multiplayer titles are best poised to deal with that. Yeah. And then my conversation with the developer was that. It's like, do you have DLC planned? Maybe. um, maybe. And then people get...
2: And then people get uh get kind of skeptical and thought that there was going to be a big turnaround in the gaming once they the free to play uh, market really started to blow up. Yeah. I- that, see, that's why I kind of look at it is like when things are new, people want to try to bring up a point of being of, 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 of this panic. And because we're we don't know what to expect from it. I think that there's always going to be traditional game buyers out there. And I feel that there's a and there's for people who are uh that's that's financially conscious or they are financially stuck and they can't, they and, and they don't have the opportunity to to get a chance to play these type of games. I feel that. What Microsoft is doing, I feel that PlayStation should do it as well, is give the opportunity for gamers who who, who paid for your system and showed the love, give those people who don't have the, the the assets to get an opportunity to play these games like that. That's why I think, for me, Game Pass is just essential and should be a part of gaming all, all, all through gaming. Absolutely. That's, that's my point. thing. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's just such a like. If we are going to shit on Game Pass, that means you know that's why humanity can't have good things. Like, right. don't like it's oh, it's such a win-win. Yes, there may be long-term implications. Yes, there's all talk yeah. about the viability of it, the feasibility of it for Microsoft, the challenges, monetization. But They're a right trillion-dollar company.
2: If- why are we worried about their pocket?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Other than if you're worried about that, this will go away and I'll stop saving money, fine. But then when people realize how much they're actually spending, it's saving right. us all money. Like, And I, mm. I just find it weird. Especially I, this a... year. Especially
3: this, especially year, you've got especially
0: to this year, man.
3: Dead Space, Hogwarts, Jedi, like all of these games like Resident Evil 4, Street Fighter 6, like all of these games that are coming out
2: oh, in the first half Can't wait half for Street Fighter year. 6.
3: You've already spent like a grand or something in the opening first six months. Exactly um, that's like that. not including the additional games that are going into Game Pass. Like It's mad. You've got, like, got no long... way to balance it. Yeah. I mean, there's so, we'll talk about that next, actually. We'll talk about... Well, I was going to talk about
0: the next most anticipated games and there'll be a bit for... False advertising. If we didn't, but let me just—we're running the time. We talked for ages. Eleanor oh, thank you for the twenty dollars. We'll have to talk about the CMA stuff as well. Um, thank you for the twenty dollars. Super goes first twenty dollars. That's really generous, man. Because first off, the source is loose. Second, welcome to the show, K okay, mega oh, Welcome, sir. I mean, thank you. Well,
2: thank
0: you. Well oh inducted you. now. um Third, if Hi Fi Rush went physical, I'd double dip and collect it even after just beating it. Game Pass is very much about discovery rather than renting. Mm-hmm. There it is, and it's so true that that's the word
3: we'll discovery. See.
0: That it is... that it, it, I mean, there's so many games
3: that people are we playing. I think we had this. We had this. I think I remember it was like last year, the year before, we had this big thing about indie games kicking off at PlayStation because they weren't being discovered enough because the way that the PlayStation Store model yes. worked didn't allow them to have that discoverability. Um, Absolutely. This is we one talked of the about on the show. Bonuses so many times. On game Pack, major bonuses because every time they drop a little tweet on there that says these games are coming out this month, they push that continuously all the time. And that's, yeah. like, people are like, what is this game? Okay, let's try this game. They download it just for the sake of downloading it. They discover it, they love it, they buy it.
0: And, and you know what? That's the pro. That's a great point. You know, uh, I forgot which game it was. Or the developers was really pissed off that the discoverability on PlayStation Store was really bad. Well, Xbox Game Pass does really well. It doesn't make any distinction because we had this conversation. Like, we should give Indies more for space spotlight. But at the moment, you put that label indie, people would like gamers, whether you like to believe it or not, they have this like really upper nose who get really bougie with their games, and we're like, oh no, we're not considering indie. Yeah, Indies yep. are the ones that really the ones. Are the spirit of the games the only guys who take risks replace like all this stuff? Everything else in the AAA space mostly, mostly is gener- generic as fuck. And I was gonna make a video on it. Um, and Xbox is just doing that by Game Pass there shits out this game on tiles, Indie's there everything is there the distinction is almost going away and that's why i love xbox game pass for that reason alone that you're supporting indie developers paying them over over the top money that they can do it and then they can monetize it further vampire survivors element P.O. you're right discovery that game was out it only got discovered by a matter of i think a couple of people and then just cascade effect it was because of discovery and then phil spencer actually fought to get that game on game pass well he didn't have to fight he's the head of xbox so he basically said yo um, well I shouldn't I shouldn't have said this because someone told me this uh, but yeah okay uh, let, let me not get in trouble You're done because I had to take away with a five, uh, $5 super chat Cole told me uh, and he was in <laughs> party chat with Phil Spencer I am going to say it Phil Spencer was in party chat with, with Cole and he was telling him like he, he discovered this game and he's like look we're going to get this game and everyone's like why? he's like just get this game. he's stuck there he didn't shave he would just play that game but it's discovery and it's all about kind of natural discovery like sea of thieves only became the game it was because of discovery discovery through natural what was it what was the name summit 1g he was like showing the game the pvp elements like my own brother didn't give a shit about uh sea of thieves he doesn't really care about xbox but he's like have you seen this game i'm like bro i've been talking about this for ages (laughs) and it's like oh yeah because summit 1g was playing it's that organic discovery game pass is changing that there will be challenges very soon because people and developers are dying to get on the service. And now Xbox has this problem of balancing who comes on there. And you get these AAA games, the challenge will be, will indies get their fair share? Because the high price that Microsoft's paying now to entice developers i'm sure that's getting down and now they're like we're gonna offer you less and less because supply and demand supply and demand so let's see but there's a lot there to talk, uh, unpack you're done even the five dollar super checkers i remember talking about xbox buying warner brother games imagine that now with Hogwarts. Of course, the whole publisher is different than IPs or licenses. Warner Brothers has always been on the cards, by the way. Um, They've openly said it and looking to sell licenses. Tomorrow at 4pm UK time, I've got a video on all the comic book games. I've started discovering comic books myself. Um, And uh, Warner Brothers is a license, so I'm hearing from... I don't want to be that guy. Fuck it. Anyway, apparently... (laughs) The rumor mill is suggesting that Sony's doubling down on so superhero licenses and games like that. If Microsoft is not even in that conversation, they're so stupid. They're so stupid for not thinking about that. Warner Brothers want to have a conversation. Microsoft and Phil Spencer have said they don't really wanna be interested in these deals unless they own the IP. I'm like, just shut up, man, and just freaking get DC stuff or Marvel, whatever.
2: Uh, it just Sorry. it costs a lot of money, um, I think. Yeah, and, 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 and it, it. It. Well, I know. I know. But this is the thing, like, though, the return for some of these games is not going to It's not they're not going to be like it, it's popular or is big time is like a Spider-Man, you know. And then on yeah. top of that, it's it's who is going to. Uh, Uh, make those games, I mean, that also plays into it because it's just like what Dutch was just saying earlier. Like, okay, we, like, let's say there'll be a Black Panther game. Yeah, Man, let's go. Right? Absolutely. Xbox there is one actually. Bro, what? Yeah, yeah well, I know that there, yeah, Captain America and the yeah, really yeah. 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 But 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 the thing to, my point is like, like let's just say and let's just say that there's a, a one of uh a, a, a Xbox um studio that makes that game, but the game comes out to be a 74 meta. But it's still a fun, good a, a, a fun game. The damage is already done because you know how the internet operates. And so yeah. there the money that Xbox has invested into Black Panther, then that's still that's going to be one of those games. That's what's going to be watching. I think that's what Xbox is afraid of. But I do agree with you that even if they don't mess with a superhero game, they need to do something like the Mandalorian if that rumor is true, or like with yeah. Indiana Jones and stuff like that. Get some properties outside of just the comic book players, and then and, and bring those entities in if. That's what you uh, rather do to be an alternative, but they need some kind of alternative. I do agree with that 100%. They
0: do. They definitely do. They definitely yeah. do. And uh, th- when I was working on this video, I'm working on two comic book ones, but this one, I was just like, oh, my God, man, like they're, these, they're, they're, the industry is doubling down on these uh, comic book games. Microsoft, there's a massive avenue there. And it's almost like a guaranteed win if we can hit the quality marks. But we'll talk about that. Um Huggy, Channy, thank you for the ten dollars super checkers. Don't doesn't Netflix dominate the awards now? What about the quality? This is PlayStation's market dis- strategy to disparage sub services that they'll eventually dis adopt. Guess Horizon Forbidden West isn't quality two months, twelve months later <sighs> in PlayStation Plus. I love the so- oh. I Love the Messi. <laughs> from Hoggy expertly delivered stupid chat oh man. <laughs> i have to say asa he is hitting the nail uh. there that was a freaking laser <laughs> and almost redeemed himself with the god of war comment of the 11 million sales team. that was raw um he's right netflix isn't uh, all the game awards like everyone does consume their services uh, their content or through uh netflix i don't watch terrestrial tv playstation plus microsoft strategy 100 is pred- predicated on the notion of delaying this tactic so they can adopt it because it's not feasible for them they want to stick to the 70 price tag they we've seen that and they will eventually adopt it horizon forbidden west 12 months later and playstation plus all of the signs are there quality i don't know why you said Acer, but I don't know if you have anything to add there. You were quiet there for a while. I <laughs> just
1: wanted to get you. I feel bad. <laughs> no, I've been up since five this morning, so no, I don't have a lot to add to anything at the moment. <laughs> apart from... oh, no, nothing. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you want to say it, come on, man. Uh, or are you
1: just tired? No, I can't articulate thoughts anymore, so... No,
0: I'm sorry, I'm it. sorry. I know I'm you sorry. did so much shit in the background as well. Um, my bad. But yeah, it was a good chat. And, and uh, Huggy, I might have to clip that and share that. out. Um... Yeah, so it's Game Pass conversation is going to be there's so many things I want to talk about like comic book and stuff, especially with UK Mega. Um, but obviously you as <laughs> Dutch. I don't know if you like comic book stuff. Do you like
3: comic book? Stuff?
0: You do. Oh, okay, I'm new to it. I'm new to it. I Every time when I was a kid, I read them and I've I loved them. There was no violence.
3: Started to get into like animes and things a little bit more now. I've, I've noticed yeah. you posting about that, so it's good to see that. Mm. It's good to see that.
0: Yeah, when I was a kid, I think like there
3: was i forgotten who it was i think it was it was everborn actually who was commenting saying i need to see i need to see a dead space um where they just talk about the like what happened beforehand etc i was like I yeah mean, watch dead space oh like, is
0: that anime about the anime?
3: when they discovered it, that's the al- that's what was it what's it called that's how they discover the the relic that's how the oh, ishimura relic. goes down
0: what's it called they call it the relic they call it something else
3: a totem relic, I don't know what they call it. I don't know what it's <laughs> the artifact. Last known chat. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, but it's, it's true. A dead a Downfall, brilliant anime. Like, if you Is haven't it seen it, go watch it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I saw it on it's, Netflix. I never just the ignored story that, of what that happened. Shit. It's the origin story of what happened to Ishimura. They actually Ooh, have, okay. like, if you've played the game, they have the characters from that in the game, but obviously dead. <laughs> <laughs> floating yeah, around yeah. and you can kind of see all the main characters and things just dead and floating about and there's like oh no, no way in yeah, yeah that's wicked i like that i like that kind of thing.
0: i i'm distracted by the Souza's comment because i hate comics except captain planet he's the best xbox have <laughs> had the first <laughs> common <laughs> aware game <laughs> what i used to watch that uh, i do me Dan too it. He's yeah. a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. Well, fucked up up, didn't you, Captain Planet? Because the world he- is oh, going yeah. to shit. <laughs> you yeah. failed, yeah. Captain Planet. He felt failed. bad, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely into comics. Uh, like, on the point of comics, man, I, I'm... ix men the new one, this... Uh, from, uh, what's his name? The new writer. So good. Good Batman. Uh, oh, shut up. Shut up, guys. There's a show. Uh, <laughs> very quickly. Look, look, we're past the time Chat, we will t- move the most anticipated games thing for next week. I'm really sorry, but we're running out of time. I'm conscious of the time for these gents as well. Um, I will say this one thing uh, on the CMA point. Um, uh, Jim Ryan, he's now flying to Seattle, maybe to potentially just strike a deal. Eurogamer mm. says Xbox fans track mm. flights of Sony execs. Now, mm. I like Eurogamer, I like the Digital Foundry guys. I thought, wait, what What Xbox fans? There's one analyst called Florian Mueller that tracked it down. A A Eurogamer construed that as Xbox fans, plural, and now they're tracking. But I don't know. Well, beyond the clickbait, obviously slow news week, right? We've got the Redfall thing, and now we've got this. Um, More, I saw on the PlayStation Cup, uh, lots of concern. Uh, like <laughs> the red dragon crying, you of know, the whole fat uh. dissertation on why this deal, like it's going to go through, but, um, are you what's happening do you believe it's all jim about ryan, conspiracy
2: jim, theories you thought he might be <laughs> trying to get into a little uh balloon himself and go find out if that's true so i don't know yeah anyway. it's true he's,
0: he's <laughs> mental uh but <laughs> did jim ryan is actually flying to seattle do you believe uh, that to strike a deal like what's happening here because now things are they haven't sat on the table yet they haven't answered their calls but it sounds like it sounds like sony and now in a last-ditch attempt, potentially... are oh, trying to uh, now make... Now talk, because the regulators are... Also, sorry to add, Lena... <laughs> I've said it before, Lena Khan is fucking crazy. Now someone else has left from the FTC saying this woman has complete disregard to the rule of law. And we've had two people leave now. Now it's a bad look for the FTC good deal for microsoft especially if a court case hanging out there because the judge is going to be like well what's going on um so gents i posted out there put myself out there so the deal's going through just when everyone said it was gonna fail i put it out there put myself out there i'll still put myself out there i was gonna put out a tweet yesterday with goku doing a spirit bomb and i'm just gonna be like yeah i'm collecting receipts bitches because i oh, the girl. deal's going through <laughs> but what do you think came i do you what is uh, Jim Ryan out there getting carpet burns now at Seattle trying to finally get
2: this uh, through? <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I, I've heard that there was, um, uh, matter of fact, my boy uh, Viper, he said that it was from a different... Uh, Venue out there, because I believe that there's I can't remember what studio, what PlayStation studio was out there in Seattle, but mm-hmm. that was why he went out that way. So that part, I don't know if it's true or not, yeah. but I mean it it is pretty it is pretty um uh, convenient even though around this time frame, I'm with you. Uh, And that's, that's pretty funny that we have been in agreement a a lot today. So that's, that was uh, Mm a, I was expecting some crash and burn, but you know, it's all good. (laughs) Uh, You've been on the right side of history today. So, but uh, the the thing to me is that (laughs) uh, I'm 90, I'm 90, I'm 90% sure that this is going to go through too. I, I think that there's going to be some heavy concessions though. Uh, yes. And I feel that, that Microsoft is, is they got to comply, you know, succumb so to the throat needle, get hit for for however many years for how many, many games, and then, you know, have the last laugh at the end. Um, but yeah, I, I see that. I think that uh, it's just like I posted on Twitter yesterday. I said, I don't know which is worse, the Eurogamer uh, article or the person that, that first reported it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that just, yeah. that's mental. I, I, I got too many things going on in the day to worry about what's going on with the ABK deal. I mean, I am, and as much as I am interested about all this, the ups and downs about it, it's just ridiculous to see that somebody is going to looking at someone's flight and, and knowing that that's the flight that Jim Ryan is on to go to Seattle and, and, and what read the report and analyze all that. That's nuts. Now that's a next level. Like that, that is an Xbox stand. Like, I don't know, like, bro, that, you know what I'm saying? I'm an Xbox, but I ain't no Xbox stand. So that I ain't doing all that. I got other things to be doing, but I definitely, uh, uh, I think it's crazy. I, the clickbait with the media, the media, the media has been extra messy here the last couple of months, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, you know, and it's definitely a slow news week, if that's one of their headline stories. Uh, but, but again, I, I would, I uh I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I I'm, I'm gonna side with my boy Viper because he 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 tends to pay attention to those type of things more than I do. Uh but if Sony, if Jim Ryan is going out there to Seattle to talk to Microsoft, then that should give an indication that they feel that this deal is is almost uh, is going to be in Microsoft's favor. So, well,
0: chat is saying so. that actually in Seattle, uh, they've got Bungie and another studio. That's why he's probably there. Uh, mm-hmm. Sucker Punch. Or something, yeah, that, that, that's
2: what that's that's what he said. He said uh, he said a uh, Bungie. That's what we said. He said Bungie. So. Um, um, fair enough. Yeah, because I think uh, that they're going to probably announce an, uh, uh, one of their games that they're working on or something with whatever. But I don't know. But yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, kid,
0: yeah we, we, um, we we're we starting we're, we're heading towards some key dates. I wish Post Up was here because he knows all of the dates. Yeah, he, he posts. Four,
2: yeah.
0: He has the follow the deal madly. Yeah. I did prefer his yes. previous uh, profile photo. Uh, but hopefully we're going to have him on here actually uh, when close oh. uh, those key dates. Okay. It'll be fun to have him on. Uh, but mm. Would put you on the spot here you've already done it you've already confirmed 90 percent sure we'll clip it it's stuck in the history book so you're stuck with me Dutch. Yeah. put yourself on the pedestal don't be really <laughs> giving me no eh, and i'm gonna put asa in there even though it doesn't give a shit um yeah. but what do you think about the if you're going to say the deal is going through yes or no what do you think and chat. Let me know. Yes, absolutely, the it's
3: absolutely going through. Um, the it was always coming, going to come down to remedies. Um, with deals of this size, it always comes down to remedies, big or small. I do not think, in any way, shape, or form, that they're going to have to divest parts of the business. I think it's going to be remedies and uh, more on the um, organizational and uh, and access front than anything else. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, Microsoft didn't buy. Primarily, they didn't buy um, ABK. Um, for 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 the IP, the IP was a, a nice bonus. Uh, they didn't buy it for Call of no. Duty; that was a nice bonus. They bought it primarily for the mobile side. They bought it for King, mm-hmm. um, and and the mobile offerings that they had. And going forward, the expertise so that they could grow the mobile side of the business. That and cloud, again, mm-hmm. key thing. Um, but on Sony's front, you know, it was Costa were going to kick up a fuss. It was Jim Ryan's kind of central position to defend his his brand and his his platform to the utmost, um, but their long-term game plan all, all the way through was always to be able to get leverage in order to negotiate a deal so that when it come to it, they wouldn't have the same kind of thing that they had with um, Bethesda, where they don't get Starfield, where they don't get Elder Scrolls, where they don't get Indiana Jones, where they don't get all of these games. Like They don't want that to happen again. So of course they're going to kick up a fuss this time around, um, and the ABK, sorry the the Bethesda deal wasn't big enough to to garner such traction in FTC, CME, EU. Like yes, it was like a billion, but uh, as in terms of a scope, they were just like, nah, it's like it's not even worth worrying about. Course that can go through. When you're yeah. talking 69 billion, there's course is going to be much more in depth and intricacies when it comes to the deal. But Sony's from yeah, 70 billion, billion. yeah, 70 billion. And that's 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 minimum, by the way. 70 billion <laughs> is the starting point. Then it's also the legal fees that come through it, and that's several other billion for the legal fee side of things. Um, so by the way, just talking... to add
0: perspective on on, on the value yeah. of the money, so um, Pakistan, the country is, is, is in a state of mad like it's almost a failed state now because it's got loans to pay it's asking for a seven billion loan from the imf and it owes china 30 billion and the whole country's future lies on that think about it yeah if 30 billion and in total in total it probably owes 100 billion this gaming company is 70 billion it would change the fate of the entire country and the populace within it because there are hard times for people in pakistan my like relatives back home the perspective of how mad the 70 billion is because we look at them yep. billions like eh, it's nothing pakistan are breaking their backs to prove to the imf all well, the really shit with their money that they tried to get 7 billion that's the price of ZeniMax. Um, plus more. That's actually less. Just yeah, so nice. a perspective. Sorry, that. Like, that's yeah, like it's, it's,
3: it's crazy. It's absolutely money true. It's absolutely oh, true. And the nuts. difference, of course, there is it all boils down to, to debt, which is why it's so hard for them to do it, because the entire world runs on debt. Like yeah, every yeah. country has debt, massive debt. Like yeah. There's no way every country will be debt-free ever, <laughs> because that's, yeah, that's how true. the world works. Banking all, all systems, people. Debt. interest evil but this is you you are completely right but when a deal of this magnitude does go it has to be it has to be thoroughly checked top to bottom and there will be concessions absolutely but this deal was always going to go through because there isn't anything that actually overall in the grand scheme of things severely harms the consumer and that is the only thing of course it's going to get checked to make sure it does but does it actually severely harm the consumer the answer is no ultimate bottom line the answer is no mm-hmm. because games like call of duty will never be singular platform just as minecraft isn't and that's why it's on 220 million plus sales and mm-hmm. remains going just as all of those multi plat games will remain of course any multiplayer based game will always remain multi-plat because of the size of the of the of the player base and it it makes financial Do you think settings- all
0: multiplayer Activision's multiplayer suite will be there or oh, is it just yeah. cod?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I think COD will be. I think Diablo will be. I yeah. think um, uh, obviously Not we can't much, count. Overwatch, but right. yeah, yeah, overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch. All them games, of course, they'll stay in have yeah.
2: got Overwatch is uh, free to play, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so.
3: And that that's the reason. Like, of course, they're not gonna they're not gonna restrict that. There's no need for it to be restricted. And Microsoft's yeah. entire point is get more people to play games. When it comes to single player games, it's a different different story entirely because and this is another thing that Microsoft will be looked at long term, is like you can have all these IPs, but we can create new IPs, and those games don't have to be multi-plat. We can just yeah. create new IPs. We've got a, a whole breadth of IP that's only haven't kicked up a fuss about they haven't mentioned yeah. crash bandicoot they haven't mentioned tony hawks they haven't mentioned spyro oh, they didn't
0: mention
2: crash
3: <laughs> Even that many was many <laughs> like they haven't made a big fuss of the single-player games the only ones they really made a fuss about is the multiplayer games because the multiplayer yeah. games make them money they don't care about yeah. the games that don't make them money and that's the bottom line so sony's prerogative all the way through was just to push enough boundaries push enough boundaries kick up enough fuss to get enough leverage when it comes to the negotiating table. So... Yeah, of course, it's. Uh, I think, and, and the guy that tracked the flights, I think he's just generically fa- on the financial side, just tracks flights for financial deals go- going through, um, as oh, well okay. as kind of financial al- analysis. So he's not even an Xbox player per se. He's just tracking big financial deals <laughs> mm, um, yeah. and kind of their progress as they go through. So, which was made <laughs> so you the argument really off to them. Yeah, which <laughs> made it even, the article even funnier. It was like, this guy isn't even an Xbox player, he just oh, reports on financial <laughs> tracking.
2: Like, okay. that's like yeah, what okay. you're talking about? Oh, uh, I didn't know. Okay, well, bad my, bad for, my bad. My bad. for calling him a stand. there my, I didn't even know. I just <laughs> thought it was like that's yeah. <laughs> creepy. You know, that. It. That's it. Care. I'm
0: clipping that. Sending it to you. Love it.
3: He doesn't even, yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> even care about that aspect. Like he just he's just just tracking big financial deals and like their progress, etc. And this being the biggest in the in any industry for a long time outside of kind of oil and commodities. Um. And even then, a lot of big, the big oil and, and commodities things are much smaller than this these days. So it is the biggest, one of the biggest deals in financial history. It um, is. It is. It's crazy. So, so it's, of course, it's going to get tracked by financial analysts and things like that. But no, on, on that side thing, it's Sony, of course, were always going to push boundaries. They were trying to get leverage when it comes to the negotiating table. They're going to get what they want to, to an extent. They're not going to get in, in perpetuity uh, Microsoft offered 10 years I don't think they'll extend beyond those 10 years because they've already offered the same terms across the board they want to be fair so they're not going to go back to Steam and they're not going to go back to Nintendo and say listen we're going to rip up that 10 years and we're going to renegotiate based on what Sony wants and everybody gets 15 years now instead so I think maybe they will do, is... do you never know I maybe mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's I mean, not even, even
0: a big deal for them it's like, alright we'll give say. you 15 it makes no, not, no difference they, to them but, but they're, they're not
3: going to in perpetuity that's that's well, never you, you been can't done it just makes no sense yeah. no, it, makes it just wouldn't sense. work and, the reason, and Microsoft have said that the reason they're not offering in perpetuity is because they have no idea what's going to happen in the market in the next 10 years yeah. so they offered 10 because where are we going to be in 10 years? Oh, no idea unless they take those Absolutely. structural
0: remedies and think divestment somehow and, and that's a fat L oh, I don't think they'll do that
3: but um, even then I don't think yeah divestment wouldn't make sense either well how would that benefit anything? And then they've got to look I'm, at things from, like, and I know they've got to protect the consumer, but they have have to look. At at some point, FTC, CMA, and EU all have to look at the effects of the workforce and how the yeah. workforce is affected. and Because consumers. at, at, at yeah. the end of the day, they are both workforce and consumers. Not yeah. only are they making these games, but they're still consuming these games. Yeah. So they, they have to look at it from both angles. And for both the benefit of the consumer going forward, who will still remain to be able to play all these multiplayer games... Some of them with better access. Maybe they offer the ability for these games to go into a sub-service. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. but or or it could just be it could just be that that Sony negotiate a, a higher slice of the sales pie for for Call of Duty on on that console instead of okay thirty we go it's okay well, if, if we agree to this we want it 50-50 on the sales thing and then Microsoft go whatever okay. At the end of the day, we're still making money from it, so we don't care.
2: Yeah. So, the game, game pass will thrive. Yeah, <laughs> so it
0: will. Yes, yeah, exactly. so it will. And then it will really cannibalize sales. <laughs> 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 Let me hit Alvin super chat. <laughs> Thank you for the $5. Uh, because wait, Sony just acquired another AAA studio today Ballistic Moon in the middle of all this. They have no shame. Well, who's Ballistic Moon? Hmm. I don't know. I don't hear about that. Uh, but okay. <laughs> um <laughs> ajh chat what are you talking about um yeah so shout out look uh people i don't get a chance of the most anticipated game but there'd be a lot if to do it justice we'd need to have the energy and a lot of time and ace is about to ha- lag dare i ask you about a abk no just scream yeah no, i can
1: tell you um so on monday i'm going to be in redmond protesting about forza vr like i always do every monday <laughs> oh, tuesday oh i'm going to fly over to um to wherever it is in europe that so they've got this hearing with the the european competition whatever they're called um that's a serious one so hopefully we'll actually find out something a lot more concrete after that because microsoft are sitting <laughs> in, in a courtroom with with sony and google and nvidia and ea and valve to, to plead their case and try and get this deal through uh, and i'm going to attend say- that this tuesday i think yeah um pancake day you're gonna attend it yeah. i'm gonna attend it um and i'm gonna ask bobby kotick on the spot i'm gonna say in what scenario am i more likely to get call of duty vr and he's gonna say under oath whatever gets the deal to go through because he has no soul he's just gonna lie deal will go through and yeah that's what's happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it ladies and gentlemen Ace's contribution uh. to the apk thing probably um, that's the most we will get from it because it's all, like, fluff at the moment. So we're so sick of it, but you can't avoid it. It's 70 billion, and for the reason that you nailed that, on the head that... About this deal and the ramifications of it, and then generally, I think we all feel positive. ASA, I don't know where he is at, but the deal will go through. But we'll find out. I don't think he do, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. It doesn't no. really matter. <laughs> all care about is we are. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye. But before we do that, we have to give the outros. Please hit the like button if you did enjoy the the chat and the banter. My camera battery uh, battery is dying before that. Asa, hey, what's in store for your peoples who watch your stream? I watched it on Thursday. I was there trolling you. you yes,
3: you were.
1: <laughs> so I, obviously PlayStation VR 2 I hopefully get on Wednesday. I've not had like a delivery confirmation, but hopefully that'll arrive. I'm planning to spend a lot of the time online sticking around with that so people can, can be introduced to it at the same time as I am. Um, Pancake Day, I will play something celebratory on a flat screen. And usual show on a Thursday. Hopefully some other stuff going on. I have started, started getting footage for... For my very big video, um, stylized one. The sequel. Yeah, it's, it's so, so good if I get it done. So hopefully it takes oh, a long time. Easier. That's hard, hard work. I will get that done. It's going to be brilliant. So there are things to look forward to. But yeah, thanks, um, sake Mega, Wandering Dutch, as always, for giving it the good chat and keeping the, the show running nice and smooth. Interesting points all around. And I'm ready to sleep, yeah. so let
0: Yes, yeah, do it. Uh, let's do it. Dutch Manny, oh, as always, you kill it. You're you've been here like a countless times now. I hope you you had a good time. I know you did. You don't even lie to me, you piece of shit. You loved it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please tell people where they can find you and, and all that stuff.
3: Yes, awesome. Awesome being here as always. <laughs> Great being on with K Mega. Um yeah, love love it, love it getting it saucy and of course trying to iron out some of the facts because people like to spin things for clicks, especially yeah. paid websites that have loads of advertisements on. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's absolutely awesome. You can find me everywhere as usual. on am wondering Dutch um, on YouTube, at wondering Dutch home of the midweek mix up podcast. Um, and uh, of course, everyone can find me there. We are back again next week. Um, you can find us every Wednesday for the main show and every second Sunday for the weekend edition. Um, so, yes, pleasure as always.
0: Before we do the last one, I'll with the $5 Super Chickens. What's worse? The battery life on the PSVR 2 controllers on Gaz's camera. It's two hours, so it's better. It's definitely the PSVR 2 controller that's worse. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, last. But certainly not least. K Mega Man, thank you again for coming oh, yeah. on the show. I hope you had a good time on your
2: day. Oh, yeah. Had a blast. Had a blast. Had a blast, man. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Hope that this won't be the last time, man. I Absolutely. Really not. had a great time. Uh, yeah, I wanted to. It's good that we got you back on Team Green because Albert G said best Xbox podcast ever. I know that you were <laughs> swaying back and forth there a little bit, but I'm glad that me and Dutch got you back on Team Green. Uh, <laughs> nah. But shout out to uh, everybody, Uh. Been Man, thank you guys for the invite Dutch. Thanks. Uh, I, like well, I, all you guys this is my first time working with y'all man. So it was a blast. I see my girl, uh, Delilah HD and just so many other people, man, you know what I'm saying? Much love to them. Uh, but yeah, check out the GRG podcast every Friday night, uh, 8 PM central, the Lord's time, 9 PM. Uh, Eastern, which is the devil's time, and uh, I always have to make fun of the East Coast. Uh, and then uh, and then uh, six o'clock Pacific. Um, and uh, I do a thing on Sunday nights. Uh, I'm going to start going early now since football is over with. It's about like eight eight thirty p.m. Central Time. Uh, fight night Sundays, where I play all different types of fighters, new old. Uh, anybody can come through, can have a good time. We can just play. It's just a love letter to all fighting games. Um, uh, that's what I do.
0: You stream it uh, all- live.
2: Yeah, I stream it live on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, K Mega four five also. Um and then uh yeah, yeah oh yeah oh yeah i was playing i was playing tekken last weekend so yeah well no the weekend oh. after 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 uh, the super bowl so yeah i was playing tekken uh and uh on playstation pool, right
0: because the, the xbox One's got a shit res that hasn't really been updated. uh uh yeah,
2: no I, 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 was, I was playing i was playing i was playing on an xbox but the console versions of both of them are awful of Tekken 7 so uh oh. it's better on pc but i i, I got yeah. Tekken on everything that's my favorite game Ever uh, so, I oh, love to okay.
3: video, so. Street Fighter I'm, Man I'm, myself. I'd, uh, I'm, I'm Ken all the way through. So, oh, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd give a oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, give yeah. me
2: a run. I, I, I love it, I love it. I, I love just the competition. It's not about seeing who's the best fighter, it's just about just having fun. And, like I said, just a love letter for fighting games. I'll be good uh, if we
0: played Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. I was pretty good at that.
2: Oh, we'll, we'll play okay. it. I mean, anytime, man, just hit me up. I mean, Jazz hit me up one time to play me in Killer Instinct, man. It was a blast. It just hit me up out oh, of the blue, yeah. send me an invite. And I was like, oh, well, let's go. Let's do it. So, oh, yeah. Shit. I need to get back on that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, really do appreciate it, man. Uh, I'll also do another yeah. podcast on Thursdays called uh, the next podcast on X by 448's channel. Uh, come check that out. That's at 7 p.m. Central. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, thank you guys so much thank you
0: thank you no thank you so much and my battery is running out on the second battery what the fuck? <laughs> anyway i might put the same battery back I don't know. anyway ladies and gentlemen thank you so much k mega you killed it as well and please do thank check out her stuff isla thank you for linking k Mega's stuff on the chat i nah. will take the up on that offer i need to get back on my fighting games uh it's probably the games i'm probably best at uh but yeah i need to get back on that chat Thank you so much. You've been lovely in chat. Um, subscriber only mode was on. So that actually helped filter out a lot of bullshit. I'll keep doing that from in the future. We've got lots of videos coming as always tomorrow at 4pm. That's already scheduled. No bullshit from Gaz. It's coming out. And I've also got um one video. The source is back and it's time to go for Albert G. <laughs> no, that means the PlayStation <laughs> boys. I'm sorry. It's so good to go back to hit on the PlayStation guys. It was, it was painful. To, to hurt the xbox boys but he deserved it <laughs> after the, the the bad 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 uh, capping that i uh I, they had to endure but it's all oh playstation goodness. now the source is coming for playstation and it's gonna be just be patient with that and i've also got one more video on comic books the concepts of it the very highly edited one on uh, after effects stuff and all that shit hopefully you enjoy it please do like and share and support the the content and it helps and uh we'll see you next
3: week or tomorrow whenever take care peace out